0: Blog Talk Radio. Yeah,
1: yeah. Grand new day, y'all. Turn me up on the top a
2: little bit, y'all. We want to know. I want to hear this one. Side of right Bright and early. Listen, I don't hate players, I don't love the game I'm the shot clock, way above the game To be point blank with you, motherfuck the game I got all this work on me, I ain't come for play You can show the little shorties how you bump and fake, for dog. Not to death, I'm not impressed, I'm not amused. I'm not confused I'm not the dude, i man minutes, I am not in school Put your hand down, young and this is not for you on my day, with a beast by Cargayo. My name on the mark, your name off the payroll. South fresh, like I'm still a day, oh. And it's been like that since the day, oh. I'm on time with a roll, Lee, a Seiko. Step on deck, your neck, do what I say, so. Get up or get out, get down or lay low. Standing in the shadow of a fabulous man. Brooklyn, nigga, I am. That nigga, that dude. Black people, let's move. Shout out to my man, Talek Yes, We a topper, topper, shot a check it out Slim nigga to cast a big shadow Cherokee red to shoot the long arrow Got more skill, more aim, more ammo You can get it all from a big or small barrel Like Hail Mary, full of grace Niggas come in and shoot up the place to make it pull up your face the deck, I'm going to pull out the ace From the jungles of the Empire State Where it ain't no escape 247-718 And that's like every night, every day From the place that I settle and stay To the state, I'm collecting my pay Blast off in the back of the day. Hold a down on my family, straight Represent in family way Pro ball, not for amateur play Been raw since the amateur stage Before the press and the cameras raise Like a long-time handling way You understand it. Yeah, no doubt. Doubt. excellent. It's what it is, it's what it is, and that's what it is. Six, six, ha. Fire! Because it is deeper, sweeter, oh. richer, crisper. Stronger reception, a sharper picture. Revolve around God and involve a nigger. These elements help evolve my scripture, and make most a classic modern figure. Brooklyn, it don't matter if you holler or whisper, you're coming through plan, cause I'm right here with you. Ain't got an edit to slang, I got it, I get ya. Yo, brothers and sisters, fathers and mothers and lovers the leavers the doubters, believers the sayers the quitters the bitches the niggas. Rebel with villains the ghetto civilians, y'all can feel it from the first to the million from extra. Ordinary and plain I want the thousand faces of light Ahead of the game By the time that you get where I'm standing I'll be gone Y'all make moves but y'all just move on I'll move in and y'all must move on Cause I'm old too strong And I know what my feet move for Make it go without a brand new car I was fresh without a brand new song I give a fuck about what brand you are I'm concerned with type of man you are What your principles and standards are You understand me y'all? Be good to your family y'all no matter where your families are, cause everybody needs family, y'all. Raise a hand, you understand me, y'all. Everybody needs family, y'all. Be good to your families, y'all. Understand? No matter where your families are, everybody needs family, y'all. Raise a oh, hand, oh, you understand me, oh, y'all. Okay, That's what it is. My man, family of my family, piss your peace My man, too. All our lovers behind the wall all of those still in the struggle, Son of Mira, Sildiada, National, Life Sprell. All the real soldiers, black people, family offers. Let it be bright. Let it be bright. Let be bright.
3: My lovely daughter, uh, we're here she'd say, my dad my daddy treats everybody the same. Like shit. Never underestimate our I-
4: What about the porn stars and the infidelities and the payoffs and now we of Kennedy? And you're talking about
3: all presidents for the last hundred years the same. Kennedy builds a tunnel under the fucking White House to get his fucking hookers in and out. I mean, I can go on and on and on. But if you don't think money can buy happiness, you don't know where to fucking shop. You can get money and then go save the world. You can get money and save the forests in Brazil. You make money and go save global warming, which I don't believe in. What are you guys gonna do when our
5: oceans are rising? First time on Earth, we change the
3: gas? Now you're full of shit. Sit down. I'm gonna answer you. I'm gonna answer you. Shut up and. Shut up and sit down! At the last seminar, and the seminar before that, I said, Is there any guy here that takes, stands at the urinal to pee, that wouldn't like to do the things that Trump said he's done to these fucking porn stars? Not one goddamn guy said no. One black guy said, I I want to fucking savagely, like an animal. That's how guys think. Has alluded to global warming. Not one motherfucker If it were really true, the banks wouldn't invest. The banks wouldn't finance. Not one motherfucking condominium. So the people that have the money, and I'm, I'm jealous of the vice president, Gore, which Shally and I rode in a plane from South America with a few years ago. I am jealous he came up with a scam before I did. Now making money is better than the 80s. And they say my generation ripped the ass out of the world uh, because of the 80s. And I, I was proud to be one of those that ripped it. Oh, I've got kids right now that are financing deals in Europe at 2, know. 2.6, 2.7%. If your deal doesn't make money paying 2.5%, I mean, you should blow your brains up. Hey, and I would do Skype without a picture. <laughs> uh, now, now, you see, you, you all think I'm bullshitting. I'm telling I'm telling fucking truth, you fucking monkeys. I've been doing this 50 fucking years. If you're a mongolo, if you're the hunchback of Notre Dame, you don't want... Uh, uh, and financially, all of you are. Because the, the more snowflakes we have, the less, uh, less the possibility is worth making it. Okay, which you want the earth to make Yeah, I do. Uh, and um, it's like my snowflake test. You know, first question, paraphrasing it. By the way, we have 95.4% of everybody, the top, many thousands and tens of thousands that have taken the test are cunts. First question on the test, paraphrasing it, what would you do if somebody spit in your wife's face? And the answers range from well, I, I tried to ascertain what kind of day he was having. And if he had a bad day, I tried to be understanding. Are you fucking shitting me? I'd be in prison for murder. I would beat the guy to death. Or if I couldn't beat him to death, I'd find somebody i a pipe to beat him to death. Everybody know who the Hunchback of Notre Dame is? Closimo? Posse- mm-hmm. uh, uh, that's what you are financially. You don't know a fucking thing. So when I tell you, you Skype without a picture, I fucking mean it. And if you're a reasonably good-looking uh, woman, I'm not even going to go there. And you don't even have to do it on your back. Love is great, but I don't need it. Respect will do. On my mother, the day before my mother died, I'm screaming at the castle, I'm screaming at her, Mom, you're not fucking sick, you're not gonna die. Stop being a bitch. And I walk out the room, the next morning she's dead. That Alex wants a fucking case study. Cause he wants to know the shit behind it, cause he's stupid. And that's why he's fucking poor. This is why you're fucking poor. This is why the cops watching this on YouTubers are fucking poor. The, uh, but a lot, a lot of politicians are afraid uh, uh, of me, are afraid what i might do yes i have choked people i have done shit like that but i haven't done it a long long time but if somebody said something i didn't like i'd fucking smack them right on the fucking screen i don't give a shit
5: i don't think those are real and like partially as a gentleman who is partially to remember the fact that it's over i think can would be great for yourself i mean watch the next day when the public is going yeah,
3: My judgment don't really want to be successful if it takes any sacrifice whatsoever even
4: the guys that make it to your castle correct over the 20 grand correct even they don't want to be successful not
3: once they think or once they see what it costs and human uh resources Fuck that that ain't for me we have a 40 uh dropout rate you have never met anybody like me and you probably never will because you're a cunt with a vagina cream I give you this vagina cream so you can rub it on your snatch because you're all cunts. I've made teenage multimillionaires, 17, 18, 19. The audience, what were you doing other than jacking off at 17, 18, 19? Nothing.
0: And everybody you know is a cunt. Don't you
3: understand that? Do you know anybody with any balls whatsoever? Do you know any real men? And your parents did it to you. And for those of you that put on your fucking paper, I have no regrets. God help you! Allah, Buddha! You fucking sorry weenies! And for a couple of you that said my parents have no regrets, all they got to do is look at you! Are you fucking crazy? If they don't regret having you, you should have been the shit that rolled down the inside of your mama's leg! I love this job. Let's, Let's go eat. We had enough good times. There's no questions. Don't thank me, moron.
1: (laughs) You have no idea what the fuck you're saying. A nigga like me, man, I love the game.
6: I love the hustle, man. Be feeling like one of the ball-playing niggas, you know, like Bird, Magic, or something. You know, a nigga got dope.
5: But if I leave, the fans still got no.
7: Uh, get the bag right, that's the bottom line. Stay rich, that's the bottom line. She wanna fuck, but I ain't got the time. Take care of your kids, cause I'm proud of mine. Bottom line, bottom line, I'm the man, bottom line. chain watches they all bright, but I still shine when I ain't got no mind. Get the bag right, that's the bottom line. Came to win, that's the bottom line. She wanna fuck, but I ain't got the time. Take care of your kids, cause I'm proud of mine. Bottom line, bottom line, I'm the man, yeah, bottom line. You only tough when you got your gun. I'm the same person when I'm not with mine. I be the joy, but you are no pivot. I do the talking You do the listening Blockage is clicking Pockets is different And I just had no pots to piss in How you high but your pocket's over Game over when I say it's over Pull it over Pull it over Bad bitch in the Range Rover I might do all my sneakers Just came from Costa Rica You posted to fuck her Why did you cuff her? You wasn't supposed to keep her what? On the check spelled my name right Me and Jenna Jackson on the same flight The plug gave me extra bricks Cause he know that I came right You can't bring around a wrist life. They start stealing when they next to shit 40 Glock got an extra clip, in the bag with an extra bitch It's just a view, it's just a view The sky ain't the limit to me Always looking over my shoulder Before I get into my V Get the bag right, that's the bottom line Stay rich, that's the bottom line She wanna fuck, but I ain't got the time Take care of your kids, cause I'm proud of mine Bottom line, bottom line I'm the man, bottom line Chain watches they all bright But I still shine when I ain't got a mind. Get the bag right, that's the bottom line Came to win, that's the bottom line She wanna fuck, but I ain't got the time Take care of your kids, cause I'm proud of mine Bottom line, bottom line, I'm the man, yeah, bottom line You only tough when you got your gun, I'm the same person when I'm not with mine I ain't have shit, but I made it work, after we fuck, I made a twerk Opened a trap in January, shit got ready on May the 1st Came to his block in a Hellcat, I am the shit, that you smell that? See, I am the shit, that you smell at. Since street screaming, I'll rail back, bring me some salmon after the sushi This is the preview, here come the movie, hoping the law continue to bless me But I don't be wearing a kofi, my body different, baby, here I end up Missing baby We starting these cars We starting this cars No keys in the ignition baby They dragging my name through the mud They saying that I'm money hungry I'm money hungry But I came for the love Plus I came with some thugs I'm on the boat drinking my ties. How to ride by, I fly by. Forgive me, Lord, forgive me, Lord, but I got to fly. Get the bag Whoa. right, that's the bottom line. Stay rich, that's the bottom line. She wanna fuck, but I ain't got the time. Take care of your kids, cause I'm proud of mine. Bottom line, bottom line, I'm the man. Bottom line, chain watches, they all bright, but I still shine when I ain't got a mind. Get the bag right, that's the bottom line. Came to win, that's the bottom line. She wanna fuck, but I ain't got the time. Take care of your kids, cause I'm proud of mine. Bottom line, bottom line, I'm the man, yeah bottom line, you only tough when you got your gun. I'm the same person
0: when I'm not with mine. Don't even think about changing the station. You're listening to The Bottom Line with your host, Joey L.
8: He's a host on MSNBC and one of America's most prominent, outspoken civil rights activists. And now Al Sharpton, along with Comcast and Time Warner Cable, are facing a $20 billion lawsuit over alleged racial discrimination against black-owned media companies. In the complaint, Byron Allen, a comedian, TV presenter, and CEO of Entertainment Studios, alleges that Comcast gave Al Sharpton that 6 p.m. show on MSNBC, for which he's been paid approximately $750,000 per year, despite notoriously low ratings and in exchange for his continued public support for Comcast on issues of diversity. Now it all sounds kind of convoluted and I want to get to the bottom of it. So joining me now in Los Angeles is Byron Allen. Thank you for being here this morning.
9: Thank you, Brian, for having me.
8: Uh, This case uh, has been getting a lot of coverage this week. We've heard from Comcast and I'll read their comment in a minute. But but tell me the the one minute version of what you're alleging.
9: Real simple. Uh, The cable industry AT&T, DirecTV, Comcast, Time Warner, they spend about $50 billion a year licensing cable networks and advertising with less than $3 million per year going to 100% African American owned media. Now what they do is they make token donations to people like Al Sharpton, the NAACP, the Urban League and after taking those donations They negotiated a fraudulent MOU that says this is okay for black people to live by. What America needs to understand is that Al Sharpton does not speak for me. Al Sharpton does not speak for black people. It's like I ask people, who is the white person who speaks for you? It's racist to even believe that Al Sharpton is the go-to person. Same on you, Sony, for thinking sit down with Al Sharpton and that negates your racist emails about President Obama. So it's real simple. These, these uh, token donations they make to him, as reported in the New York Post, allows them to have racial cover. This is why we're not getting enough advertising or any advertising from McDonald's and Coca-Cola and Chrysler and General Motors and AT&T. They don't spend any money with African-American-owned media. Something that's very alarming, AT&T spent more money on Al Sharpton's lavish 60th birthday than they spent on Ebony Magazine, the biggest African-American magazine in America. Around 70 years, 10 million readers per month, AT&T spent only $30,000 on that magazine. Walmart has given money to Al Sharpton. Walmart doesn't spend any money in Ebony Magazine, and they barely do business with me and a long-term partnership, and I'm constantly going back and forth with Walmart and Chrysler as well. So, he is the least expensive negro. Don't really do business now, with real Alan African-American owned companies.
8: inflammatory something like that sounds? I mean, when you say that about Al Sharpton, are you, are you saying he's the shaking numbers, down The numbers are
9: actual. The numbers are just, just follow the money. But, you know, don't do business with real African-American owned companies. Just make a token. Toga- Give him 50,000 and a bucket of chicken and we're good. We won't have any problems with real African-American owned media. You should not be Chrysler. You shouldn't be giving him money and not spending money with me and others like me and Stevie Wonder's radio station here in Los Angeles. But aren't
8: you trying to shake them down the same way by filing this lawsuit, which you know is not No, no, no.
9: Look, Brian, let's define a shakedown. He doesn't give anything in return. I am a legitimate businessman. I am one of the largest independent producers of television and media in the world. I have 36 television shows on the air and 7 24-hour HD networks. They're not letting us participate in the $50 billion that they spend on licensing and advertising. There's a very big difference. He's the shakedown. I'm the legitimate entrepreneur. We have to make well, sure we that... We're
8: showing some of your programs right now, but let me read Comcast's response. I think it's really important to hear their side here. They say this complaint sure. represents nothing more than a string of inflammatory, inaccurate, and unsupported allegations. We are proud of our outstanding record supporting and fostering diverse programming. They went on to say we will re- defend vigorously against the scurrilous accusations, allegations in this complaint, and we fully expect that the court will dismiss them. Now, Sharpton has not commented on the record. Uh, do you have a question for him or a thing you'd like him to address about this?
9: No, Al Sharpton's not that He's not important. He's nothing more than a, a black pawn in a very sophisticated white economic chess game. He's being used by his white masters at Comcast and AT&T. He just needs to shut up and get in the bleachers. What we have to do is get, there, get these corporations to understand you must include African-American-owned media. We have to stop the financial but genocide against the Sharpton black community. Do You
8: understand how offensive this all sounds to someone like Al Sharpton.
9: Well, you know, I'm not worried about his feelings. I'm more focused on getting corporate America to understand it's time to do business with us. And President Obama. President Obama has been bought and paid for. He has taken donations from Comcast. Comcast is his biggest contributor. AT&T is one of his biggest contributors. Listen, Obama, your own FTC is investigating AT&T for throttling. How can you even consider them to buy DirecTV when you're suing them? Is it because you took donations? Yes, Obama. Don't even think about letting them merge until they settle this lawsuit and that lawsuit. Comcast so got caught... D- well, sorry, let me, Brian, to me this like is your important. Your main Com- issues
8: here are about the mergers, Comcast, Time Warner Cable, and AT&T Direct TV.
9: No, Brian, let me be clear. My main issue is about economic inclusion for African-Americans. You know, Comcast deployed software that slowed down video over the web in 2008. They broke federal laws. That's like me robbing a bank and then after I get out on probation saying, I want to be the president of the bank. Obama has to do more. I'm very proud of what Obama has done for the gay community. I'm very proud that he has achieved gay marriage, and if you can do that, you can achieve economic inclusion for all Americans, especially African Americans, who have been left the furthest behind. Obama, you bailed out the banks. The banks you bailed out don't even make commercial loans to African Americans. Obama, you bailed out the car companies. Those car companies don't advertise with people like me and people like e- Ebony Magazine. Obama controls close to $2 billion in advertising. Join the Army. Join the Navy. Join the it, Marines. It sounds like, we, it sounds as African like Americans, do not receive... Yeah. My me- no, Brian, you're not hearing me. Brian, listen to me carefully. My concern I, I hear what you're that saying. you they're not
8: advertising war. with independently owned media. These are issues about media consolidation, but I understand that you're making, no. making these racial points about how they affect African-American communities and businesses. Uh, I do want viewers to know that uh, we made a Comcast statement, and we'd like to hear from Sharpton as well on this, and, and hopefully we can in the future. But, uh, Mr. Allen, I do appreciate you being here this morning and, and telling us about the suit.
0: Okay, Obama, do the right thing.
3: And why do I say that? Because after 46 years and teaching you morons for 23 years, you want to take the easy way out. Because you think life is a journey. That is horseshit. Life's a journey if you're a moron and you're retarded. That's why, you know, that's what...
0: Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back after these messages on Evolution Radio.
5: Something in you all looks different Something deep inside got me wondering why I don't understand Why I can't put my finger on what the fuck is off, What's missing? You're distant And I'm sinning Don't ask questions usually Got the answers that I Need intuition telling me, I just have. A- Oh, look for something wrong I can't find nothing I must be tripping Trying to listen to my intuition Saying you're guilty So baby just tell me I never asked before But right now I don't know what I don't Don't ask questions You just got the answers oh. That I need Intuition telling me mm-hmm. I, I do. Hey! Crying in my pillowcase Is not nothing Or something I, I Ooh, yeah, you just have it. a
10: guarded while my guardian angel never parted wait, just stayed and laid with me, not nakedly just waited patiently for now I am aware and as I stare into your soul I see it clear
1: can we start again from here? it's the life of hustle and survival
10: I remember when my My ninth grade teacher asked me, Lisa, what do you want to be when you grow up? And see, I have to fight the Harlem Crip 30s every day to get home from school, so I looked at her and said a lie. I took an English class, I got a fail in English. And my English teacher said in front of the entire class, Lisa, you have to be the weakest writer I've ever met in my entire life. Don't worry, my story ends good.
5: Don't feel sorry
10: for me. I got seven under my belt. And then the same year my speech teacher said, after giving me a D minus, I knew I I knew I had an A in speech. Like, come on. He obviously didn't agree with me. He gave me a D minus and said, quote, unquote, Miss Nichols, I recommend you never speak in public that you get a deaf job. So here's the beauty of that story. Other people's perception of you ain't none of your business. Everything you've ever been through, set through, rose through, cried through, prayed through, everything is a setup for your next best season. In the way you forgive the perceivingly unforgivable, the way you love the perceivingly unlovable, the way you accept what seems to be unacceptable, the way you embrace after you've been betrayed, the way you do that is the way you believe us. Your light belongs to everyone who will be illuminated because you were bold enough and obedient enough to let your light shine. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. And every time you cross someone's path and they can't handle your light, you know those people. That they try to give you reasons why you should tone it down a bit. That they would tell Cheryl not to sing so loud. Hey. Right, right, right. They would tell me to shut up in class. they tell you you're kind of strange. You know those people dream snatchers, hey. vision busters don't be mad at them they can only love you to the capacity in which they're able to love themselves don't be mad at them don't be mad at them pray for them, love them cause they're dealing with themselves like we're dealing with us but I want you to remember that your 70 watts your 70 watts has to be turned way up because you got way more to give us it ain't over yet Don't put a period where God put a comma. And when you turn it up to 159 watts, you know, you keep turning it up. you like, you stop dimming your light. You say, today is the first day of the rest of my life. You turn it up. You're going to find people that can't handle your light. And before today, you might have dimmed your light. You might have shrunk a little bit. You might have tempered it down a little bit. But after today, I want you to see this. After today, turn the lights up. After today, you don't dare dim your light. As your light gets brighter, as your light gets brighter, you're going to disrupt some people, and they're going to tell you your light's too bright, your light's too bright, your light's too bright, your light's too bright, bright, bright. then you just look at them and say, well, I'm not dimming my light. I'm just going to hand you some shade.
11: My name is Justin Sterling, I am an attorney and the founder of The Sterling Firm. Today we are discussing how to sue the federal government, the Federal Tort Claims Act. If you have been injured by the wrongful or negligent act of a federal employee, such as an employee of the United States Postal Service, National Parks, or Veterans Administrative Hospitals, then the proper recourse is the Federal Tort Claims Act. The waiver of sovereign immunity. From the beginning of American history, sovereign immunity has protected federal and state governments and their employees from being sued without their consent. The Federal Tort Claims Act serves as the statutory waiver of the government's traditional immunity from tort actions. The elements of a cause of action. There are six conditions that must be satisfied in order to impose liability on the United States. One, the claim must be for money damages. 2. The damage claim must be for injury or loss of property or for personal injury or death. 3. The damage must have been caused by a negligent or wrongful act or omission. 4. The wrongful actor must have been a federal employee. 5. The employee must have been acting within the scope and course of employment. And 6. The circumstances must be such that if the United States were a private person, liability would be imposed under the law of the place where the wrongful act or omission occurred. The procedural requirements. The Federal Tort Claims Act provides the procedural requirements that must be followed to bring a claim against the United States. Title 28 of the United States Code, Section 2675, entitled, Disposition by Federal Agency as Prerequisite and Evidence states, An action shall not be instituted upon a claim against the United States for money damages for injury or loss of property or personal injury or death caused by the negligent or wrongful act or omission of an employee of the government while acting within the scope of his office or employment unless the claimant shall have first presented the claim to the appropriate federal agency and his claim shall have been finally denied by the agency in writing and sent by certified or registered mail. The failure of an agency to make final disposition of a claim within six months after it is filed shall, at the option of the claimant any time thereafter, be deemed a final denial of the claim for purposes of this section, and the action under this section shall not be instituted for any sum in excess of the amount of the claim presented to the federal agency, except where the increased amount is based upon newly discovered evidence, not reasonably discoverable at the time of presenting the claim to the federal agency or upon allegation and proof of intervening facts relating to the amount of the claim. The administrative claim prerequisite, pursuant to the Federal Tort Claims Act, the filing of an an administrative claim with the responsible federal agency and the rejection of the claim by that agency is a prerequisite. To filing a lawsuit in federal court. The claim must be filed with the proper government agency that employed the wrongdoer. This process is known as exhausting of administrative remedies. The administrative claim must include the exact amount of money damages that the plaintiff is demanding. In addition, the claim must state sufficient facts about the incident to allow the federal agency to investigate the merits of the claim. The claims are barred unless submitted in writing to the responsible federal agency within two years from the date of the accident. Moreover, if the lawsuit is filed in the federal court before the Notice of Claims requirement is satisfied, the case will be dismissed. The Standard Form 95 prescribed by the Department of Justice entitled Claim for Damages, Injury or Death may be used for the filing of a claim against most federal agencies. The Some certain requirement. The claim must be for money damages in a sum certain. Pursuant to Title 28 of the United States Code, section 2675b, the amount of damages awarded in a lawsuit is limited to the amount stated in the administrative claim. An exception is when an increased amount is based upon newly discovered evidence not reasonably discoverable at the time of presenting the claim. The statute of limitations to file the lawsuit, a federal complaint must be filed within six months after the date of the government's notice of final denial of the claim. The failure of the responsible federal agency to make a final disposition of the claim within six months can be deemed a final denial of the claim, and a lawsuit can then be filed in federal court. As a practical note, the six-month statute can run out even though two years from the date of the incident has not yet elapsed. The lawsuit must be filed in the United States District Court where the plaintiff resides or where the incident occurred. The employment relationship. The wrongdoer must be an employee of the federal government. If there is no employer-employee relationship, the plaintiff cannot bring a lawsuit under the Federal Tort Claims Act. An independent contractor hired by the government does not amount to an employer-employee relationship. An employment relationship is required to have government liability. The United States as the defendant. The United States of America is the proper defendant to be named in the complaint. If the plaintiff only names the federal employee individually and files the complaint in state court, the lawsuit will most likely be removed to federal court even though the lawsuit failed to name the federal government. This rule only applies to an employee who committed the negligent act within the course and scope of employment. If the complaint alleges that the act was committed outside the scope of employment, the individual can be sued personally in state court. The limitation of claims. The Federal Tort Claims Act specifically excludes common law claims for which a private person would be liable, including claims for assault, battery, false imprisonment, false arrest, malicious prosecution, abuse of process, libel, slander, misrepresentation, deceit, and interference with contractual rights. If the claimant is injured in any of these particular situations, the claimant will not be able to file suit against the government under the Federal Tort Claims Act. In addition, because the jurisdictional grant is for torts arising from a negligent or wrongful act or omission, the Federal Tort Claims Act does not support claims for strict or absolute liability. The Federal Tort Claims Act also excludes several classes of plaintiffs, including one, active duty service members and their families injured incident to service, and two, federal employees injured while performing their duties. In such situations, the Federal Employees Compensation Act, FECA, is the exclusive remedy against the United States. The limitations of remedies, in addition to being limited to the amount stated in the administrative claim, a damages award pursuant to the Federal Tort Claims Act may not include prejudgment interest or punitive damages. Moreover, only money damages are available under the Federal Tort Claims Act. Equitable remedies are not recognized. Attorney Fees Pursuant to Title 28 of the United States Code, Section 2678, the plaintiff's attorney may only charge 20 percent. Of any settlement of claim made by a federal administrative agency prior to filing a lawsuit, and only 25% of any judgment resulting from litigation. In fact, an attorney who charges more is subject to a penalty or even jail. Also, no additional attorney fees may be charged on appeal.
0: You're listening to Evolution Radio. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L.,
12: where remedy meets preparation.
4: Do you have a big plan?
12: Um, yes, i got a big plan. To, I'm going to, to be leaving the world soon.
4: No, no, before you leave. <laughs> That's my big plan. No, no, be, be, because you're doing valuable work. Do you have a plan of how we could make civilization better, more humane? Yes, or, uh,
12: yes, okay. education. Quite simply, read and study and turn off the television, turn off all the silly nonsense of government. and It's just incredible nonsense. Mm. And start educating yourself, the United States federal government is a privately owned company a it's a corporation
4: the whole government
12: of course it's a private it's like general motors Ford motor Company uh sears mm. so there's, uh, it's, a, it's a privately owned but see most people don't understand the United States government is a corporation it is a privately owned company. Who owns it? Oh, well, that's different. Now you're, getting, now, <laughs> now asking, the yeah, now you're asking the right question. Right. So <clears throat> so there's a world of difference between the United States and the word United States of America. Oh, really? United States of America is a republic. Uh-huh. It's based on the, uh, the 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 bringing together of 48 separate countries. Each, um, each state in this unit is a separate country. Okay. And so you're crossing over from California to Nevada is like crossing over from France to Spain. Right. And so you can't do things in Nevada you can do in California. So you, you can't do things in, Cali- in New York that you can do in Florida. The
4: United States is the recognition of separate countries, but the United States of America means... Those
12: are United States... Uh, so, but each one's a state, like uh, like the state of Virginia is like the state of Israel. Right. It's a country. It's referred to as a state. And as a matter of fact, you know, there's a world of difference between, <clears throat> there's a world of difference in words and law. I mean... When you go to court, there's a very big difference between a trial by jury or a jury trial. doesn't mean the same thing. Uh There's a very big difference between California State and the state of California. doesn't mean the same thing. It doesn't? No, no.
4: What's the difference there? Cal
12: Cal State is the state we call California. That's the state. Uh But state of California is different. That has nothing to do with California. That's the federal government operating within the confines of the state of California. So anytime you see the state of, that means it's a federal corporation operating within California but California is called Cal State that's why you have California State University California State this and California State that's California but state of California is the federal government Mm.
4: do people know that you no, no 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 no
12: no. people don't know any of this none of this nobody (laughs) because it doesn't have anything to do with football so who the hell needs to know about any of this stuff I need to know because I don't like being played for a fool yeah. I want to know who's running this country. You
4: don't want
12: to be manipulated. I, I I don't I refuse to be manipulated. I want to know exactly who's doing what. I want to know how they're doing it and how are they messing with my mind and my money and my family. Mm-hmm. So I want to know. Ninety-nine percent of the people I run into, they couldn't care less. As long as the beer's cold and football's on, they don't care.
4: But when people vote for, like, a president, what is happening? Are,
12: that you go to the polls. What is a poll? I mean, uh, you, a yeah. poll is when you take a you take a consensus of the people. Which one of these fruitcakes do you want to bow down to and give your money to? Do you want this group all here or that airhead here or this ding-a-ling over here? Right. We just want to know. The basic concepts. What, what, which one do you people like?
4: It, it obviously doesn't
12: <clears throat> seem to matter. They all work for me, so it doesn't matter. But but uh, right. but to make you people happy, would you rather have a woman over here? Would you rather have a black guy, or would you rather have this uh, old white man? Which one would you like? Nothing
4: uh, changes. I mean, Obama says. It doesn't yeah. matter because yeah. I
12: own them all anyway.
4: Right. It's who, just who, business. Who Come on, you, this who, is a mob. Who, who is the mob? We're
12: talking we're talking the mafia here. We're well, who, talking who, the underworld. Who,
4: who are these people? You know the the, the Illuminati the uh, Um, just
12: business nothing personal don't take this personal
4: (laughs) but there's someone behind it
12: oh you bet there is yeah but they're in Europe
4: they
12: are yeah keep it locked you're tuned in to the hottest radio
0: network on the planet the new evolution radio network
9: Uh, do the rich people
13: cringe and say don't tell them that yes 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 don't tell people what they what you know keep them poor The moment I pay you, you think like an employee. The moment you accept the paycheck your brain goes dead, that's the trap. Entrepreneurs work for free. As long as you're hungry, you'll think. The school system was designed to teach you to be an employee, or a doctor or a lawyer, a specialist, but never about money the poor will always be amongst us. because It starts up here. It's it's in their words, you know, and the words become flesh. But when they say, I can't afford it, or I can't do that, they go down. They become what they say. And I meet so many people, I don't. I can't afford it. You think I'm made of money? My PhD dad, he says, what do you think I am, made of money? I can't afford that. And my rich dad would say, that's why he's poor. Poor people say, I can't afford it, I can't do that, I don't have time. Because this is an escape. It's an escape. You know what I mean? It's easy to say, I can't afford it. Oh, I'm too tired. Oh, I can't go to the gym. You know, when you could go to the gym. No, I can't. Truth is, I'm just too lazy to go to the gym.
4: And your rich dad used to say what instead of, I can't afford it?
13: How can I afford it? How can I do that? A question opens a mind, a statement closes the mind. So when you say, I can't afford it, your mind shuts down, and you become what you say. People right now who are sitting at home, <clears throat> who are struggling financially, or worried about money, or unhappy, they may be making a lot of money, but unhappy with what they're doing, it was probably taught to you. you know, Your superego was taught, get a job, work hard, or, or, or you'll never be rich, or the rich are evil, or whatever. Poverty is passed on. It's taught in your families. And middle class is taught in families.
4: And until you change your mindset, Correct. money won't help you, right? Correct. And We see that with people that win the lottery, people that make more money, they still have the same problem. Right. Because they have that poor man's soul.
13: Correct. Right. If you're poor, you'll always be poor. That's really hard for people to understand. Yeah, the money will disappear that fast. Just like most pro athletes, you know, they make millions of dollars and what, 65% are bankrupt five years later? It's because they come from poor families. But unfortunately, what Mr. Lipton was saying, it's passed down genetically. That's the frightening thing. If you don't want to learn it, I can't help you. You know, I have bad luck, too. I've I've had financial crashes. I've had people stab me in the back. But they're all good because I grow from it. That's spirituality. You know, people who are afraid of making mistakes, like they teach in school, they don't ever grow. Because spirituality is there's good and there's bad, there's right and there's wrong, there's up and there's down. Most people only want to be right, they only want to be positive. Well, you can't have that. That's not reality. And the average person, the reason they're poor is they haven't failed. You know, they play it so safe, they haven't made any mistakes like they taught in school, That means they don't learn anything. That's why the school system is actually fundamentally corrupt. It's anti-education. But the average guy is standing there, oh, I'm an A student, I'm going to to do this all on myself. And a a bunch of rugby players run you over. And you go, well, they're not playing fair. you are not. you're playing stupid. You should have a team. You should have accountants, attorneys, and bankers and all that stuff. But that's not the game I want to play. I said, then don't play the game. You know, the, the game of business is played with accountants, attorneys, bankers, hate to say it, politicians. You know, you got to know the game. You know, people say, well, money is not that important to me. Then if money is not that important to you, money is not important to you. I mean, the, you know what I mean? I don't care about money. The money doesn't care about you. You know, it, the word does become flesh. Or oh, I'll never be rich. Or oh, the favorite one is the rich are greedy. It's the poor that are greedy. You know, if you think about it, because to be rich, you have to give something. You know, I I have to produce books and games, and I, I purchase real estate, I provide housing, provide jobs and all that. That's why I'm rich. But greedy people produce nothing. You know, Einstein said, you know, imagination is more important than knowledge, but knowledge empowers imagination. And what most people lack is real business knowledge, like accounting, you know, like debt, like taxes. You've got to know that stuff. But they don't teach it in school to anybody. You see, most teachers in school, they're out of ethics. They teach subjects they, don't, they themselves don't practice. Because I understand what a fake teacher is. A fake teacher is somebody who just wants a job and they'll teach anything. You know, they teach you how to shine shoes and so you get paid on more money. But they really don't know what they're teaching. In life, one of the things I suggest to people, you've got to find a real teacher versus a fake teacher. And a fake teacher is somebody who doesn't do what they teach. And a real teacher is doing what they teach every day. Our school systems are making our students weaker. So in school, they have these things called now trigger effects. So you can't, as a teacher, you can't say anything that might upset the student. They don't want anything that might jar their point of view. You see, people say, well, why don't you give the poor money? The only problem with that is it just creates more poor people. Give a man a
4: fish, he fishes for the day, or eats for the day.
13: Yeah, you give a man a fish, you get a lot of people who want more fish, you know. But you teach him to fish. We become creatures of our own habits. And until we break the habit, we don't change. Our schools don't teach that. Our schools teach almost the exact opposite of that. And the average person, the reason they're poor is they haven't failed. You know, they play it so safe, they haven't made any mistakes like they taught in school. That means they don't learn anything. That's why the school system is actually fundamentally corrupt. It's anti-education. So what I say to young people is you, you find your game. So my game financially is business, number one. Second is real estate, and that's why I pay no taxes, that's why Trump pays no taxes. Legally, it's a combination of business and real estate that gives us an unfair advantage over employees because they don't know what to do. And a lot of people would rather sit in the stands than be in the game. One of the greatest ways to acquire great wealth is playing Monopoly in real life. Four greenhouses, one red hotel. Is that all there is? That's it.
4: Robert, if I could give you uh, some kind of a magic phone and you could make a call to the 20 year old Robert Kiyosaki and give that young man a bit of advice,
13: what would you tell him? I would just say keep going, just do what you have to do. Just you know, live it to the fullest which I did. Nothing I ever did made sense. Now, could you imagine quitting a $120,000 a year job? two hundred dollars a month to go fight in Vietnam and almost die it, it didn't make sense but it was the best decision I made at that time and I think what most people do is they let their parents or their friends talk them out of life so afraid of failing but failing is how we succeed you look at the you guys look at guys like Edison and all that they failed like ten thousand a thousand fourteen times before he invented the light bulb Our schools punish you for making mistakes. That's why we have so many people who are so afraid of admitting they make mistakes or afraid of failing.
0: to the hottest radio network on the planet, the new Evolution Radio Network.
14: And that, in fact, this is our land. So beginning with that premise, whether you're more or not more, I'm going to start with what law really is. Most of us think that we go into a courtroom And understand the difference between a court and a courtroom that uh, the people who purport to use law really use words of art to make you believe in fact that law is uh, on the table when you walk into a courthouse or a courtroom when in fact that's not true and I would like to share with you tonight regardless of your religious persuasion what law really is law and as Muslims would say, all law is A-L-L space L-A-W, all law, all law. So for anyone who's of a Christian persuasion, don't be misled. And when you hear the term all law, all law is God, all right? That is also what we would say in lawful terms, a misnomer. All law is not God. God has no capacity and no standing to all law because God means governmental ordinance departments, There is no comparison. Now, who can use law? Law can only be used by people who are in their sovereign capacity. And I was, as I will share with you tonight, the majority of the people in the world, and I'm not going to get into all of the details about that, but the majority of the people in the world, 99% of them live in slavery today. So in 1863, via the Emancipation Proclamation, and I challenge you to go look in a law dictionary and look at the definition of emancipation and proclamation and you will see that a proclamation is not a law. A proclamation is a public announcement by elected officials. It is not a law. So the Emancipation Proclamation of 1863 did not set any slaves free. What it did was standardize slavery, the United States being the model for the standardization of slavery, that all of the other nations around the world, as they reduced their people from their sovereign capacity and forced them to join nation states, then they were able to issue statutes, codes, ordinances, resolutions on them. And a statute, as in a state statute of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, is not a law. It is corporate policy of the corporation that calls itself the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania Incorporated. All right? Now, a code is not a law. The United States codes, the code of the laws of the United States of America that are used in federal court and the Supreme Court, are not law. They are what they say they are. They are codes. Ordinances and resolutions of a municipality of the city of Philadelphia, which is a private nonprofit corporation that calls itself the City of Philadelphia. An ordinance and a resolution, as in parking ordinances, they are not law. They are what they say they are. They are ordinances and they are resolutions. All right? And the reason they are not law is because. The only people who can issue law are people who are acting in their sovereign capacity. And the people who sit in these seats as elected officials are not, in fact, in their sovereign capacity. They are in a corporate ward status, meaning that they are wards of the state. They are members of the corporation, which is a nonprofit that calls itself the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And as long as they have a birth certificate on record with the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, with that birth certificate being a contract, a birth certificate is a contract. And as long as you have a contract with the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania Incorporated, you belong to them, and that's what slavery really is. right? So who can use law? If you are a member of a corporate ward state, if you are a member of a corporate ward nation that calls itself the United States of America, you are a citizen. Look in the law dictionary and look up the definition of citizen. A citizen is not a sovereign. A resident is not a sovereign. Therefore, if you use an address, which is a fictitious number associated with a designation issued by a corporate ward, right, then you become under the jurisdiction of those people who are also corporate wards but who are also slaveholders, all right? So if you are operating in that capacity, law does not apply to you. If you are a resident of the city of Philadelphia, which is a private nonprofit corporation, and you say you are a resident of the city of Philadelphia, then the ordinances and the resolutions of that private nonprofit corporation apply to you. If you are a citizen of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania Incorporated, which is a private nonprofit corporation, then the... Statutes of that nonprofit corporation apply to you. If you are a citizen of the United States of America, which is a private nonprofit corporation, then the code of the laws, right, apply to you. But if you are a sovereign of the Moorish Empire, those ordinances, those resolutions... Those codes, those statutes do not apply to you because you are not a member of the corporate ward state. It's as simple as that. And they understand the difference. This is why on their documents, they use words of art. They use the word label. They use the word person. They use the word address. All of these things to place you in their jurisdiction and you unknowingly fill out forms every day and every time you fill out a form, you enter into a contract. I don't care what kind of form it is, it's a contract. A driver's license application is a contract. A social security application is a contract. When you call up the telephone company and you make a verbal contract over the telephone, this is why they can bill you. When you sign a deed, it is a contract. When you fill out a voter registration form, it is a contract. Does everybody understand that? Don't ever think. Anything that you put your signature on becomes a contract. All right? Now, the fact that you are not in your sovereign status means that you make a contract as a minor. They don't care. They know you are a minor because... And and to be other than a minor, you have to be in your proper person, at law. And how we write that is this. You bear with me for a minute and let me put this on because uh, I can't. Can y'all see that? Impropria persona. Impropria persona. When you are in your corporate ward status, you look like this to the court. Pro se. Pro se, meaning they get you in the court and they bring someone in called a... Got that? Pro se cuter. a prosecutor, because you're in a corporate board status. Now, if you're in appropriate persona, say in their criminal allegations, The prosecutor cannot come into the courtroom and say anything to you because you're not in pro se status. Makes sense, right? The issues of law, the issues of law are threefold. The issues of law are status, jurisdiction, and adjudication. The first thing that happens when you walk into a courtroom in your corporate ward status is that they already make the assumption that you are a ward of the state and that you don't know any better. So they immediately start adjudicating you. As the first thing that happens when we walk into a courtroom is that we place our status on the record. On the record. We come in with our flag. We come in with our treaty, we come in with the Constitution, we sign with them, and understanding that the Constitution is a contract, it's...
1: Have you ever stood and stared at it,
5: marveled at its beauty, its genius,
6: billions of people just living out their lives, the oblivious? Did you know that the first matrix was designed to be a perfect human world, where none suffered, where everyone would be happy? It was a disaster. No one would accept the program. Entire crops were lost. Some believed that we lacked the programming language to describe your perfect world, but I believe that... As a species, human beings define their reality through misery and suffering. So the perfect world was a dream that your primitive cerebrum kept trying to wake up from. Which is why the Matrix was redesigned to this. The peak of your civilization. When I say your civilization, Because as soon as we started thinking for you, it really became our civilization, which is, of course, what this is all about. Evolution, Morpheus. Evolution. Like the dinosaur. Look out that window. You had your time. The future is our world, Morpheus. the future is our time. I'd like to share a revelation that I've had during my time here. It came to me when I tried to classify your species. I realized that you're not actually mammals. Every mammal on this planet instinctively develops a natural equilibrium with the surrounding environment, but you humans do not. You move to an area and you multiply and multiply until every natural resource is consumed. And the only way you can survive is to spread to another area. There is another organism on this planet that follows the same pattern. Do you know what it is? A virus. Human beings are a disease. The cancer of this planet. You are a plague. And we are the cure. Can you hear me, Morpheus? I'm going to be honest with you. I hate this place. This zoo. This prison. This... Reality, whatever you want to call it, I can't stand it any longer. It's the smell. If there is such a thing, I feel saturated by it. I can taste your stink. Every time I do, I fear that I have somehow been infected by it. It's repulsive, isn't it? I must get out of here. I must get free. And in this mind is the key, my key.
15: There are people that's awake. And there's people asleep. Mm-hmm. Now people on this planet are asleep so let's break it to the least common anomaly let's say the black community Hmm. we it used to they say 5% (laughs) no it's like old point something now that's right you see that's asleep so you're gonna be lonely because the simple fact that people are asleep now how is this you have a chakra system in your body and these are nine wheels of consciousness most uh uh, excuse me seven wheels of consciousness there's like 160 chakras but seven major chakras just like there's seven african powers Mm. Mm. now what has happened here to give you a scientific element of what's going on so you can clear this up so you don't have to go and be trying to holler at somebody and they laugh at you and they don't want to hear that shit, because your family will beat you down and niggas in the street will beat you down you're going to try to give them a message Now. to have you around here crazy. <laughs> now, the chakra system, the lower chakra is your sacral vertebrae, that's your root chakra. And that's where the majority of the people's um, consciousness is, on the root chakra. So the only thing that they can get down with is desires. What feels good, what tastes good, what smells good, what looks good, what sounds good.
2: Yes. Yeah. You see, it's the,
15: the basic uh, senses, you see, on that particular level, they are called the automatons, which means automation. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're moving, but they ain't, they're brain dead. Mm hmm. You see what I'm saying? Now, you don't even get into this particular consciousness that you can partake to understand what things is until you're radiating from the heart chakra. Mm hmm. You see, the heart chakra. That's why the Egyptian, the heart, the scarab, the heart scarab was the most important. Even when you died, they throw the brain away. But it was the heart that they preserved. So that's another, that's where your true self is. But you got to radiate from the heart chakra and then you elevate on into the pineal gland. But most people's consciousness is in the root chakra. On the five senses, the animal level. And they can look pretty, they have a Ph.D. with a degree. They tell you it's only a degree of information. You see what I'm saying?
5: Mm-hmm. Uh,
15: you know, uh, a degree of information, it has nothing to do with a person's behavior. Mm. Whether they're conscious or not. You see, it has nothing to do with what a person wears. It has something to do is where they incarnated down here on a certain level and they are radiating above the root shock and i guarantee you this right now even if some of you all just coming into consciousness the last couple of weeks or the last year i'll guarantee you you always felt special since you was a baby now i've been asking that question in my lectures around the country for for for, for, for 16 years and I asked everybody, how many of you all always thought that you were special? And the whole room always raised their hand. You didn't know what it was. You see what I'm saying? But you thought it was special. And you always had a thirst for something that you didn't know what it was. And it was this knowledge. Let me give you an example. When I, was old, when I was in college, I was standing up one time. I had finished school. And I was standing um, on the college campus with one of the coaches. We got to be good friends. One of the basketball coaches, Coach Holmes. He said, well, how do you, how do you feel, man? You, you've addu- you educated yourself. I said, man, I don't feel shit. <laughs> I didn't know at the time. I said, "I told him, I said, I thought when I came here to this university that when I left, I was going to have some kind of knowledge. I didn't know what the knowledge was. All I know is what I, when I went through for four years, I didn't have shit. I, I, I knew I felt empty. Now it was—it was, you know, it was a couple of years later that what I was missing I realized was knowledge. You see what I'm saying? Mm. But I—but—but I, but I knew something was wrong. You see, and that's what it is. You—you you always thought that you was—you—you you,
0: that, that something was missing, and that's why—is that exactly is because you were you, you were gravitating above the root shock. Don't even think about changing the station. You're listening to The Bottom Line with your host, Joey
16: L. All right, all right, all right. What up, what up, what up? Peace to the gods. It's going down. you sitting right here on the bottom line, right here on the New Evolution Radio Network. I'm your host, Joey Bounce, L. Bay. Call Calling the number is 347 989 0194 if you're live. If you want to get in the highlighting? We're live tonight. There we go. Let's get that mic up. There we go. All right. So peace to the gods. Hopefully y'all can hear me. All right. Um, tonight we're gonna go into this Dred Scott case a little bit. I, I would, I've uh, had an opportunity to come across some new information.
17: Um,
16: you know, in in the sense of you know studying in general, right? So I have some good information I want to share with y'all tonight. We're
18: gonna go into some stuff tonight about
16: with the Equal Access, and we're going to look a little bit at the civil rights thing, right? The, the whole civil rights act, right? And I think that it's interesting because the Scott case happened in 1857, right? Now, you know, we, we know our timeline, you know. We know that 1857 was prior, right, So a lot of things that were going on. But there was a bloody war that was happening, okay? And I, I want you guys to remember that. Now the issue of citizenship Came up in this case Right because you know, if We talk about citizenship What we're talking about is The ability to say hey you know, you know In one sense you are quote unquote a national Or you're a citizen Right or you've been naturalized Whatever your case is you're trying to say I belong to Okay So In 1856 A guy by the name of James B. Cannon Okay. wanted to mention the subject of slavery in his address but he was uncertain of the court's plan to decide depending pending case of Dred Scott versus Sample okay. and just so you know I'll give you a little background here right? Dred Scott was a Negro slave he belonged to a dude named Dr. Emerson and in 1834 took him from Missouri to Illinois and then in eighteen thirty six, Dr. Emerson brought Dred Scott to a military post in the territory uh, known as Upper Louisiana, which was situated north thirty six degrees. Right? Now thirty minutes essentially, you know, half an hour. Also free territory. Now in eighteen thirty eight they returned to Missouri. Dred Scott and his wife and his two daughters were later sold to John F. A. Sampson, incorrectly spelled in the case. Now Dred Scott filed a lawsuit in the Circuit Court of the United States claiming that as a result of his stay in a free territory, he was a citizen of Missouri. Right? He tried to say, y'all, I want you to go stay in the a citizen. Now, capable of suing for his freedom, you know, this is what he thought, you know, he was uh, capable of. Basically, I, 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 I was uh, a citizen of Missouri, even though I was a slave, I should be able to now sue for my freedom. This is what he was saying, right? Now, Brent Scott, who filed the lawsuit in the Supreme court, right, may have won his freedom, but he's he fucked up because he didn't know who he was. Okay, now I, I'm gonna read some stuff to yeah, y'all, and hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll get the point here of this issue tonight of citizenship. Because I've I've heard this issue over and over, and a lot of people, you know, they have a misinterpretation, you know, of this case and I'm actually going to read a, a critique for, for you from uh, Abraham Lincoln, because, you know, they have this, this legal term. It's called Bonnie Judicious s Boulard, right? I know, it's, it's, a, it's a hell of a legal term. right? But it means the maxim, which states that it's the duty of a good judge to enlarge his jurisdiction. It, it denotes that a good judge will enlarge his jurisdiction for the remedy of law. Okay? So, there was this question in the case of Dred Scott of whether or not he was a citizen. Okay? Now, he never brought up the issue and never said, hey, I'm a moor, which would have been the correct issue for him to bring up. Right? right? But he instead, being a quote-unquote slave, a descendant of a slave he didn't have the rights of a quote unquote free man okay now the issue of citizenship which is you know a pretty interesting issue okay And, and you know we deal with this a lot when we talk about nationality okay because your nationality is essentially either through naturalization Or
17: nationalization
16: And 99% Of people Today are naturalized Now All three branches of government Okay Are active in determining The question of citizenship We can show you this in the Congressional records You can look at this right On the state level When they're bringing people into The United States deadburst alright and in the other way okay now article 1 section 8 clause 4 okay. gives congress the power to establish what they call a uniform rule of naturalization now congress has conferred this jurisdiction upon the courts to naturalize aliens as citizens right? Okay. And the executive branch has been active in asserting its notion of prerogatives concerning both citizenship and aliens. Now, part of the controversy concerns the ability of aliens to obtain citizenship if they oppose war. Now, in 1929, the Supreme Court held that the government was entitled to deny a woman the application for naturalization because as a pacifist, she answered that she would not take arms up personally to defend the country. Now, the country said that the duty of "quote citizens was to defend the country against enemies was a fundamental principle of the Constitution. Okay. Now, two years later, the court upheld the government's action denying applications for citizenship for people who would promise to not bear arms in defense of the United States. See, this is why and, and you know, this even brings me back to the Dred Scott case because who's your oath of allegiance? You see, it's very important to not become a stateless person. See, the right of expatriation is a right that everybody got, even Dred Scott, right? Now, two years later the government upheld the government's action in denying the application for citizenship, right? Now, he based his belief on pacifism but on principles of Christianity. The court acknowledged that Congress could, as it had, relieve the conscientious objective of the obligations to bear arms, but this policy applied only to citizens, not to aliens seeking citizenship.
5: Okay.
16: Now, when we start talking about the loss of citizenship Because this is really important here right? You know, Greg Scott wanted to become a citizen He said, well, I'm a citizen of the state I'm a state citizen Now, the issue becomes Are you a citizen of your state first Or are you a citizen of the United States Which one are you a citizen of first? You see So, even Greg Scott with this issue Okay. Now, the loss of citizenship. All right. In 1958, court held that whether a native-born American could be stripped of his citizenship because he had been convicted by court-martial for wartime desertion. All right. Now, the army had sentenced this guy to three years of hard labor. Right. Now, the court held that a person must voluntarily check this out, renounce or abandon citizenship. Okay. Now, they basically took this guy's passport. Okay. And later, when he applied for his passport, it was denied because a congressional statute required loss of voluntary renunciation. You see this? So you can come up out of this place. Just like Dred Scott wanted to go in. You can come out. But you must know where you're going. See, Dred Scott, he wanted to go from being a slave to being a citizen. He wanted to be free. But he didn't know where he was going, and he didn't know where he was coming from. So that was his main issue.
5: Okay.
16: Now, the court held that a person must voluntarily renounce or abandon citizenship. Citizenship was not a license that expires upon misbehavior. Now, denationalization, check this out. Denationalization violated the Eighth Amendment Because it resulted in the total destruction Of the individual's status In organized society What's your status in organized society? This is why you have to do formal processes Right? You you can't do informal shit Because they have an organized society in, In their eyes why right now, A lot of people say, Well, why are you doing shit in your eyes? Well, listen, like I told the other guy, there's an operations law that puts you in, there must be an operations law that pulls you out. Vice versa. Now, citizenship was not a license that expired upon misbehavior. And denationalization, which violates the Eighth Amendment, results in total destruction. Of an individual's status In organized
0: society
16: It is a form of punishment Or more primitive than torture For it destroys the individual's Political existence That was centuries In its development This is a death sentence yeah. Now the court Divided five to four on this case And split by the same margin And companion case uh, Which upheld the power of Congress to strip someone of citizenship if he or she votes in a foreign political election. Now this is under 1481, United States Code. Right? We don't. I'm going to show you how this ties in because Dred Scott. Right? Had he known what his true status was, right? He would have become a national of the state that he was born in. Now, when we look at this case where. They stripped this guy of his citizenship, right? This is in 1958, so this is well after they did the 14th Amendment. So under the 14th Amendment, right, even under the 14th Amendment, they provide these people with the right, like, hey, look, you want to stay in the 14th Amendment, you can, but you got to voluntarily give it up. Okay? You got to give it up. Now, check this out. Mendoza Martinez, 372 U.S., 144, so okay. This was a decision where uh, it was held that, essentially, in this case, expatriation, without, criminal, without a criminal trial, was also illegal. And the court was part was a, excuse me, the court was partying company the earlier decisions that had ruled expatriation unconstitutional under the Eighth Amendment. Now check that out. If shit was ruled unconstitutional under the Eighth Amendment, right? You have to ask yourself this, right? At what point in time? Was I not allowed to come out? You know, even after they did the uh, civil rights act, because right? so they did the civil rights act after they did the Fourteenth Amendment, they also gave you the right to come out again. So the confusion here, right? And, and, and I don't know what a lot of people get confused with you know, nationality. But the confusion here seems to be that you have to be a U.S. citizen. You have to be that. You don't got to do shit. They give you the option. They say you can come right up out of here. Now, real quick, let me take a moment. Uh, If you haven't been over to Make More Commerce recently, go over there. Uh, Most of the products are now downloadable when you purchase them all right also y'all have to become members now because we're working on becoming more private in 2020 so very quick all you gotta do is sign up with your email in you become a member now you're a site member you got access to a lot more things on the site so go become a site member on makemorecommerce.com next time that you do some business with us right and um let's let's keep the privateness going right we're just gonna make up our words but let's keep it going right because what we're doing in 2020 is we're becoming more private. We're going to add more to what we're doing, right? And the whole thing about this is that we should have been actually having memberships and all these things that we do. But with that being said, it's a free membership. Go sign up, makemorecommerce.com, put your email in. Uh, you get access to the products. And you also have access to a lot of free products that have. All
17: right.
16: So we going in 2020, and I, uh, you know, I want people to be as successful as possible when it comes to the commerce. All right. Also, we got the money ritual coming up. You want to be there. Make sure you come out to the money ritual. All right. The money ritual is going to be in Atlanta and Buckhead. All right. You can get the flyer. Secret limited. All right. When you come out, all right. Make sure you dress your best. Now, also, uh, because. Are limited in the money ritual. All uh, right, it's uh you know it's a party, so we want you to you know we want you to make sure that you get a ticket early. Uh, you can get one at Makemorecommerce.com dot uh, We'll be giving out some some gift bags and shit like that. You know for all of the attendees. It's gonna be a nice time. We look forward to seeing y'all there. So go to makemorecommerce.com and you can register for the money ritual in Atlanta. And right after that, the day after that, we'll be doing the trust webinar so if you would like to register for the crush webinar, the gentleman is going to be doing Also go to make more com. All right. Real quick. We're going to take a real quick break. I apologize. I got to run to the bathroom. Now. So we're going to take a quick break and we're going to get back into this information. All right. Now keep it locked. You're sitting right here on the bottom line. We're going in with Dred Scott tonight. Dred Scott sample case and we're looking at the issues of citizenship, all right? So we'll be right back after these messages. Peace to the God.
10: Bitch. I mean who would wanna hide this? I will never ever 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 be your side chick. I put the singing single and
19: skin. Herbs com. Come get a health reading find out exactly what your body is missing. Then check out the herbal elixirs that will get your body back to its optimal
5: level. NaturalHerbs.com
19: While you're at NaturalHerbs.com, get your fill of any one of the Natural Herbal Elixir teas They have from 1 to 10... To target specific organs and areas of your temple.
5: For your blood, lungs, and
19: respiratory system,
5: male, male and, female and female organs, organs
19: digestive, digestive tract, skin purification, chakras, rejuvenation of brain cells, respiratory, respiratory system, bone and muscle feeding. Experience the power of healing at naturalherbs.com. Organic Irish sea Moss at NaturalsHerbs.com. Get the most out of your body from NaturalsHerbs.com. You have to fight the constant attacks being waged against your temple. Free shipping on orders $25 or more. While you're at it, go over to MakeMoreCommerce.com and check out the packages they have to provide you with remedies. That's M-A-K-E-M-O-O-R C O M M E R C E dot com. Go check it out right now.
5: MatthewsOgs dot com
0: even think about changing the station. You're listening to The Bottom Line with your host, Joey L. Yeah.
16: Alright, peace to the gods. We back. So tonight, we're talking about this issue of citizenship, and hopefully y'all, uh, uh, the following. Right, I could, you know, y'all, y'all know me, I like to move around here, but... Um, I want to go back to this definition I gave you earlier in okay? case you missed it. Right? And the word is boni judicis est implari jurisdiction. That's a long word. It's a legal maxim in Latin. And the maxim states that it's the duty of a good judge to enlarge his jurisdiction. It denotes that a good judge's duty is to amplify the remedies of the law. Okay? Now, the maxim. Bony judicious as imploring jurisdiction or jurisdictum was interpreted uh, in a case of uh, Russell versus Smith, right? And the maxim of the English law is to amplify its remedies without uh, usurp- usurpation of jurisdiction, right? So basically, a judge. Can, you know, and this is the whole thing about nationality cases, right? A judge has the ability to go past what he or she says is not within their jurisdiction to do. Okay. Now I want to draw your attention back to what I was discussing here before we went to break. Now, the loss of citizenship, okay, just like trying to get your citizenship, is bo- a voluntary act. Okay, just like Dred Scott wanted to try to get citizenship, that was voluntary, but he went about it the wrong way. Now. Congress cannot use expatriation as punishment, okay, for draft evaders without are providing for procedural safeguards. So, you know, people who get drafted and shit, the Fifth and Sixth Amendments, right, are supposed to protect them for that. Now, in the decision of this case that we talked about, this Perez case, right, the court in 1958 said that citizenship could be renounced only voluntarily. Even acting under the foreign affairs power. Congress has no power to divest a person of his or her citizenship. Now, the decision, right, to say that Congress has no power is pretty powerful, right? So basically, you can't divest me of my nationality. You can't give that to me. Now, when the court allows citizenship to be lost under certain conditions, it was done in the case of uh, what they call the Schneider case All right? and This is where the court basically extended their jurisdiction And said, yeah, he can lose his nationality Now, if someone acquires citizenship By being born to parents who are abroad One of whom is a American right? Whether you are national or citizen Right? It can be retained only by satisfying residency requirements established. Now check this out. If you're an American and you go overseas and you have a kid with a you know essentially with you know, somebody who's not American, right? By virtue you would think, you know, naturally that that kid would be an American citizen. But the kid wasn't born here. He would not automatically be that. But he would be under just soli. Right? But we know we're not practicing that
17: over here.
16: Now, much of the debate, all right, was sent to the allocation of what they call foreign affairs. This is where you get a foreign affairs department. right? Because they had to deal with this shit when it came to the loss of people's citizenship. All right? Now, I want to go over to this red going face. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull this up here. All right, I'm going to read this to you, right, And this is what the judge had to say about citizenship, all right, with the Dred Scott case, okay? Now, Grant Scott, who was a slave from Missouri, argued that he had become free by following his master to a free state of Illinois into the free territory of Louisiana, all right? Now, the principle of whether Scott was a slave or not, All right, Um, you know, was essentially left up to, uh, really, it was left up to the Missouri courts, right? And then they sent it over to the federal court. All right, now, this is a pretty big issue, right, at this time. Now, uh, and and I want to stay on top of this, right, because it is important to understand that Grant Scott thought himself to be free. See, the court held that and all other black slaves and their descendants were not citizens of the United States or of Missouri. He couldn't have been a citizen of Missouri. Right?
5: Now,
16: Chief Justice Kennedy refused to allow contemporary social beliefs to change the meaning of the Constitution by making... Citizens of quote black, right? So, like, if you was black, quote unquote, you wasn't being made no citizen. You understand? They didn't want you to be no citizen. Just like today, niggas are one. Niggas are running around trying to figure out how come this city. Why is it that I'm a citizen, but I'm still being taken out of the car and beaten on by the police? Why am I still being harassed? Well, listen, they don't even look at you in law as a person. You're considered property. And it's really whole property thing comes in tonight. Now, check this, right? The court held that Scott is not a citizen of the United States or of Missouri. All right? Now, the Chief Justice refused to allow contemporary social beliefs to change the meaning of the Constitution, by making citizens of black no one he said quote supposes that any change in public opinion or feeling in relation to this unfortunate race in the civilized nations of Europe or in this country should induce the court to give the word of the constitution a more liberal construction in their favor more than they were intended to bear when the instrument was framed in adopted." Red Scout versus Stanford now Payne also ruled that Congress was without the power to prevent the spread of slavery to the territories in the West. Okay? Now, the press divided widely in their response to Payne's decision. Alright? And the decision we need hardly say is entitled to just as much moral weight as would be the judgment of the majority of those congregated in the Washington Ballroom. Now, this is a big issue because this figure really didn't know who he was. But, even the judges in this case in particular didn't really, you know, they were like, Well you know, we, we understand that, you know, as a person, you know, you entitled to something, but you're not entitled to what we got. Okay. Yeah. So the court miscalculated by a long shot, concurring in Kenny's opinion, the justice referred to the constitutional issues as so divisive that the peace and harmony of the country required the settlement of them by judicial decision. In his inaugural address, Buchanan has spoken. I want to look closely. Buchanan has spoken confidently to the red Scott case at the Supreme Court, where the issue of slavery would be speedily and finally settled. Instead, the country lurched into a bloody civil war that left the population out of 30 million, more than 600,000. In another
17: 400,000
16: women There was a war going on. But now the question is simply this Can a Negro whose ancestors Who were imported into this country And so would his slaves Become a member of the political community Formed and brought into existence By the Constitution of the United States And as such become entitled To all the rights and privileges And immunities Guaranteed by the instruments of that citizen, one of which the right to the privilege of suing in a court. Niggas cannot come in and sue. You do realize, I hope y'all all realize that the ability to go into a courtroom and sue is an ability that a lot of your ancestors at one point in time was fighting for. Now, I want you to take note that um, and, you uh, know, this was in 1855, okay? The gunshot happened in 1857. Now, you know, it's funny because this case, if I'm going to mention here, uh, it went to appeal. okay? And this guy had two affidavits. He had two witness affidavits saying he was a Moor. Do y'all know what case this is? It was Dungey versus Spencer. Okay? Now, let me just pull this up for y'all. All right, now, Dungey versus Spencer, and, you know, it's funny because it's, it's really hard to find a lot of information on this case, you know, without a doubt. This is probably one of the hardest cases to find information on. Now, I want to see if I can find this you. All right, now, William Dungey versus Dusty Spencer, all right, was a case where You know, he was suing for basically, you know, the fact that, you know, he was being misrepresented. Now, he says my client is not a Negro. Thought thought that Abraham Lincoln was a excuse me is a crime to be a Negro. No crime, actually. Let me let me me pull up a better version of this for you guys because this is very important now. Yeah, he says my client is not a Negro. Though it is a crime to be a Negro, no crime to be born with black skin, but my client is not a Negro. His skin may be as white as ours, but I say he's not a Negro, though he may be a Moore. Mr. Lincoln interrupted Judge Davis, scarcely able to restrain a smile. You mean a Moore, not a Moore? Well, Your Honor, Moore, not C.H. Moore. M. So he said he was basically the 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 judge came in, the judge says, Well, you mean more, M-O-O-R, not M-O-O-R-E? And then Abraham Lincoln comes back and says, Well, Your Honor, M-O-O-R, not M O O R E. See see how these nigg niggas fucking something out? Okay. Replied Mr. Lincoln with the suit of his long arm towards the table where Moore and I sat. I accept my client may be a Moor, but he is not a Negro. Now, I have the case size for this case. You know, this is a, this is a pretty important case. And I say right: this was a white boy. He was mulatto. He was claiming to be a Moor. He won this case too, by the way. When he when he sued this guy, I, and I'm, if I'm not mistaken, he sued his brother-in-law. Okay because it's a crime to be a Negro. Right? So at one point in time, like your boy Greg Scott here, who didn't know who he was, you understand, was walking around saying, hey, listen, yeah, this is who I am. So the question is, can a Negro whose ancestors were imported into this country be citizens? See, it will be observed that the plea applies to that class of person's only whose ancestors were Negroes of the African race and imported into this country and sold and held as slaves. The only matter in issue before the court therefore is whether the descendants of such slaves when they shall be emancipated or who they are born of parents who have become free before their birth are citizens of a state in the sense in which the word citizen is used in the Constitution of the United States. So even niggas who are walking around calling themselves citizens right now Technically, you, you are technically a famous person under the 14th Amendment, right? Because, remember, the definition of a national is somebody who's uh, – actually, let me, let me just pull it up. So I'm not going to give you my Let's pull it up. Yeah. You're not considered a national, right?
5: right?
16: Somebody who's not considered a national. Right? In any sense of the word. Now, let's put this up. Let me me give you the definition of stateless. Because that's actually what I was was looking for. Let me give you all this definition. So y'all can understand what I'm saying here. Your boy Dred Scott was stateless. Now, do realize that, right? He was stateless. Here we go. Stateless. A person not recognized as a citizen of any country, but I don't like that one. Let's go for another one. Here we go, an international law, right? The shit that really matters. A stateless person is someone who's not considered as a national by any state. So even your state don't consider you a national. You're stateless. U.S. citizen, right? And then it goes on to say that some people are also refugees. However, not all refugees are stateless. And many people who are stateless never even cross the international border, so you never even left your country. Right? Greg Scott, he crossed. Uh, what would be considered borders? This is why the issue of Missouri came up. He's like, well, we cross the border, man. We over here. I shouldn't be a slave no more. Okay. So then the court goes on to say that in discussing the question, we must confound the rights of citizenship, which a state may confer within its own limits, and the rights of citizenship as a member of the union. It does not by any means follow. Because he has all the rights and privileges of a citizen of the state, that he must be a citizen of the United States. Hmm. Now, they also go on to say that he may have all of the rights and privileges of a citizen of the state and yet not be entitled to the rights and privileges of the citizen in any other state. And for previous to the adoption of the Constitution of the United States, every state had the undoubted right to confer on whomever it pleased. The character of citizen and to endow him with all the rights the question then arises of the constitution in relation to the personal rights and privileges to which the citizen of a state should be entitled now this is a judge speaking I want you to understand that right he goes on to say that the state should be entitled embrace the Negro African race at at this time in the country or who might afterwards be imported. Or who had been should afterward be made free in any state, and then to put the power in the single state and to make him a citizen of the United States and undo him with all the full rights of quote, citizenship in every other state without their consent. You see, the issue of the supremacy clause is coming up, y'all. They fight with the supremacy clause here, and we give this nigga the right of citizenship. Right here, we got to give it to them all over the goddamn place, right? Now, they didn't want to give you the same way that they had unless you was a more. because then they had to. Now, the Constitution of the United States, right, does act upon him whenever he shall be made free under the law of the state and raised there to the rank of citizenship and immediately clothe him with all the privileges of a citizen in every other state and in his court. You see that? Why do you think the fucking injunction is so important? You have to let the people know who you are. It's a, what they call a rank of citizenship. Ain't that a bitch? So if you're not a national, if you're not at the highest rank between the nationals and the diplomats, Right, and are ambassadors and shit like that. You're down at the lower ranks of citizens, and if you're not a citizen, then you're considered stateless. And if you're considered stateless, between that and being a citizen, you're pretty much a fucking slave. Now, it becomes necessary to determine who are citizens and who are not. Nigga, are you a citizen? Where, where you come from? Now, the Constitution was adopted, right? And when it was adopted, and when they say adopted, you have to understand what does it mean to adopt a kid? Because I adopted a kid. I adopted the constitution, right? It means that you 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 took it from somebody. So when they adopted the constitution, they did not write that shit for so called niggas or uh so called Negroes Negroes be, you know, citizens. They're invited for that. So it becomes necessary to determine who were citizens of the several states
15: when the Constitution was adopted.
16: Right? Now, in the opinion of the court, legislation in the history of the time and the languages in the Declaration of Independence show that neither the class of persons who have been imported as slaves nor their descendants whether they had become free or not, were acknowledged as part of the people, nor intended to be included. Now, check this out, right? Because if you look at these Articles of Association, Articles of Confederation, they outlawed slavery a long time ago. So, what was the issue here with Dred Scott if they had already outlawed slavery? So, I would say Grant Scott, number one, he was pulling the wrong issues because he remained a slave out. He remained a slave. So if you remain a slave, we have to really understand why he remained a slave. He, he didn't come forth with with any type of information that would have set him aside, as either as a more. Or as a national, or as somebody who's not even a slave. I'm not a slave, I'm a free man. But then he would have been stateless because he wouldn't have had a nationality. This is probably taking nationality is so important. Okay? Now, it's it's really important for us to understand that the Civil War members, okay, ruined the Civil War. 1862, 1863. All right, President Lincoln took steps to try to what he called eradicate slavery. Well, Congress could not prohibit slavery in the territories. All right, blacks could not be citizens. Right, and then several years later, the decision was formed overturned by uh, by the what they called the Civil War Amendment. All right, this was ratified in 1865 to 1870. Mind you, 1871. You guys your organic ads, All right? Now, your Fourteenth Amendment. Let me put it up here. Okay. The Fourteenth Amendment, which was done in eighteen sixty-eight, okay, between eighteen sixty-five and eighteen seventy, is the Civil War Amendment. Now, I want—I want to also pull up this. pull this up. The Reconstruction Act of 1867, which laid out the process for readmitting southern states into the Union. The 14th Amendment of 1868 provided former slaves with national citizenship, and the 15th Amendment granted black men the right to vote. Let's, let's
20: go a little deeper. Okay?
16: Now, the Reconstruction Act here Okay Will four statutes Passed during the Reconstruction Era under your 40th Congress. What did I tell y'all about the Congress? Right? Y'all remember Your 39th Congress And really Everybody prior to that Were your ancestors give me a second I got my answer all Right, everybody prior to that were your ancestors so the 40th Congress which addressed the requirement for Southern states to be readmitted to the Union alright during this time period right this was after the Dred Scott case right so these Civil War amendments your ancestors were fighting to not become part of this quote United States and when they did they were under the 14th and 15th Amendments disenfranchised the state became the first 14th Amendment citizens so then with that being you have these Reconstruction Acts what they call military Reconstruction Acts okay they were done under stat 428, 430 1867 1867, 15 stat 225 um, uh, July 19, 1867, 15, stat 14 through 16, and 1868, 15, stat 41. So the fulfillment of the requirement of the acts was necessary for the former Confederate states to be readmitted to the Union, so all of your ancestors, in order for us, listen, Georgia, Florida, the states down there with all these niggas, every population is of black people in the South, who rebelled, they didn't want to be part of that bullshit, right? They had to be readmitted into the union, right? It became under military and federal control, which was imposed during and after the uh, Civil War. So the act excluded Tennessee, which had already been ratified by the 14th Amendment, which we know was unconstitutional anyways. Okay, So the 14th Amendment, right, which came, Sometime after the Dred Scott case, right? Dred Scott, I'm sure, you know, he, he was he remained a slave until the fourteenth Amendment, but technically that just transferred his slavery, didn't it? The ownership of his slavery. So did he ever really become free? No. See, following the war, Congress passed the Thirteenth Amendment, adopted in eighteen sixty five, to abolish so called slavery, right? The 14th Amendment, ratified in 1868, provided for the quote, equality of white and blacks before the law. But check it, what was the point of that when we had the Civil Rights Act of 1866? The 15th Amendment became effective in 1870, right before they created this corporate fiction, right, which gave blacks the right to vote. And then under the express language of the amendment, Congress was empowered to enforce them by what they called appropriate legislation. Now, the 14th Amendment had been foreshadowed by the Civil Rights Act of 1866. After the passage of the 13th Amendment, a number of Southern states enacted the Black Code to keep the newly freed slaves in subordinate status economically, politically, and culturally. The 1866 statute made all persons born in the United States, excluding Indians, not taxed, citizens of the United States. And such citizens of every race and color had the same right in every state and territory to make equal and enforce contracts. So, excuse me, to make and enforce contracts, to sue and be sued to parties and to give evidence, to inherit, purchase, lease, sell, hold, convey real and personal property, and... To the full equal and benefit of the laws proceeding for the security of persons and property as it is enjoyed by white citizens. So you see, they gave me the same rights essentially on paper that they gave themselves from the adoption of the Constitution, if you were calling yourself Negro. Okay, because President Andrew Johnson vetoed the bill. 14 stat 1866 He vetoed that. It, it, listen, the civil, if you want your Civil Rights Act, all right, right, will get you a congressional record of that. Also, go we'll get a congressional record of 14 Stat 27, Section 1, 1866. There it is. Okay? Because you had this guy who came about and he was like, no, nah, I don't actually like this shit. This is after Lincoln I guess."
5: Okay? This
16: guy vetoed the bill claiming that the power to enforce and confer the right of citizenship is just exclusively with the several states and the power to confer the right of federal citizenship is with Congress. He objected to forcing the policy on the southern states and questioned whether blacks newly emerged from slavery had the requisite qualifications to entitle them to all the privileges and amenities of citizens of the United States. Congress overrode the veto making the Civil Rights Act law of 1866 similarly objectives were incorporated in the 14th amendment passed by Congress on June 13 1866 and ratified by the state in 1868 legislation in 1875 attempted to close the gap between the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution preamble so the status reads, whereas it, it is essential to the government we recognize the equality of all men before the law, 18 stat three uh, thirty thirty three, what is it? 335 is what it is. 18 stat 335. So the statute provides for the equality of all races in using public accommodations, provinces, transportation, theaters, places of amusement, sponsorships, congress, blah, 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 blah. Right? So understand that in 1875 they went back and did another one Civil Rights Act right they did another Civil Rights Act in 1875 the court recognized the authority of Congress under Section 5 of the 14th Amendment and that they called appropriate legislation so the purpose of the Civil War amendments was to raise the quote colored race from the condition of inferiority and servitude in which most of them had previously stood into perfect equality of civil rights with all other persons within the jurisdiction of the state. This is where you get the exportation from. Okay. Now when Alabama prohibited interracial cohibition, okay, basically, nigga, you was you know, if you wanted to get your free on with a white woman, it was illegal in Alabama. Okay. You couldn't marry a white woman in Alabama, right, if you was a quote-unquote Negro, right? So they imposed heavier penalties down there for interracial uh, cohabitation, even if you lived with a white woman, right? And all of that was supposed to be disbanding the 14th Amendment. You can go look at that in uh, Pace versus Alabama. All right, so, I mean, this is, you know, from Dred Scott, right, over to... The Dungy case, the citizenship, what we're really dealing with here, y'all, is the fact that for the last, what, couple hundred years, people have had serious issues with citizenship. What they're being called is to whole separate but equal shit, right?
0: Because your ancestors
16: are supposedly, to supposedly, right? Are new equal So, now I want y'all to really think about this, right? Because the Fourteenth Amendment, the so-called Fourteenth Amendment, it extended civil rights to so-called black people, but a number of states, not only in the South, invoked the police power to require separate facilities. So racial segregation applied to all of these different things that we were supposed to have as equal, right? So when the state, when the, when these states came in right, and they attempted to accommodate us and and give us, um, you know, transportation and public schools and all of this type of shit, that we, you know, we we took, We, we took these handouts, let's not lie, we took them, they were unconstitutional to begin with, now Mississippi passed a law, right, in 1888, and this law required railroads carrying passengers within the state to provide equal but separate accommodation for whites and blacks. A seventy-two court ruled that the statute did not violate the commerce clause. Because the law applies solely to commerce within the state. You see, people have brought the commerce clause forward and said, listen, they won't even let us ride the trains. It's unconstitutional because it it violates the commerce clause. People have come forth with this
5: argument.
16: Bus, train, all of that. This, This is interstate commerce at first. And then it went to interstate commerce, making it difficult for the state to defend this whole policy of equal but separate. You understand? So, Dred Scott, the case of Dred Scott is just one case. Right, but I, I really encourage y'all to go back and take a look at this because
15: when we start talking
16: about citizenship what we really dealing with here is the issue of you have the ability to come into this society and come out of it. and what you call yourself is extremely important because remember the right of citizenship is bestowed on the citizen or the person who's calling themselves a citizen Congress can't bestow that on you you can lose your citizenship under forty or under fourteen eighty one U S C.
5: Let's pull it up.
21: let me pull it up.
16: Okay, loss of nationality. So, a person who is a national. Of the United States, whether by birth or naturalization, shall lose his nationality by voluntarily performing any of these acts. We're just gonna run through them. I've painted naturalization in a foreign state. What is your foreign state? Do you know? Do you know what a foreign state is? A foreign state, right? Matter of fact, if if you're from anywhere other than the United States, it can be considered a foreign state. Can it not? Number two, taking an oath or making affirmation, your formal declaration. I declare, I pledge allegiance. All right, number three, serving or entering into the armed forces. So, if you becoming, uh, you know, a servant of a of the military of another so called country, a country is. Uh, no, in, in, in the sense, in the colloquial sense, a country, because a country really is a corporation, but a foreign state, right? Number five, making a formal renunciation of nationality. So, have you made a formal renunciation? Did Dred Scott make a formal renunciation? No, he didn't. He didn't make a, he, listen, he didn't even come in and take an oath. Right? The fact alone that he claimed to be the descendant of a slave was a problem. All right. He didn't know who he was. Like I said, same problem we got today. Number six, making in the United States a formal written renunciation of nationality in a form as prescribed by law in front of an attorney general. Now, let me read something to y'all. Let me pull it up here. In my, in my book here all right? Now let me read to you The duties of the solicitor general The following describes The duties of the solicitor general Okay In consultation with each agency Or official when it is concerned Conducting or assigning and supervising All Supreme Court cases Including appeals, petitions For in opposition to Sertoria Briefs and arguments And settlements thereof determining whether to and what extent appeals will be taken by the government to all appellate courts including petitions for the rehearing in bank and petitions to such courts for the issuance of extraordinary writs and advising on the approval of settlements of cases in which he had determined that an appeal would be taken and c determining whether a brief of amicus will be filed by the government all right and the solicitor general also supposed to assist the attorney general and the deputy attorney general when the associate attorney general when constitutional questions are in play. Okay? Now, the solicitor general, just like the attorney general, right, is somebody that you can do your nationality on that. Now, this is very important. The loss of nationality is put in action, is put in issue when any action or proceeding commits on or after 1961, right, So, be the burden of proof on the person. Listen, you got to have a what they call a preponderance of evidence. So who are you? Where is your preponderance of evidence? Now, the solicitor general, right, depending on, you know, whether he's on your state level or your federal level,
5: is, is supposed
16: to be an advocate. Right, with a detached role. And he's supposed to enter only at the appellate level. Okay? A lot of times, when y'all doing a lot of y- y'all cases, y'all business, solicitor general. All together. You think Red Scott me that? Separately. All right, so with that said, yeah, we, we went over a lot of shit tonight. Um, <laughs> hopefully, y'all, y'all caught that. All right? there's, a, there's a lot of callers on tonight, so if you're on the line, hold your slot, and I'll get to you. All right, call-in number is 347-989-0194. If you want to register for the Money Ritual, go to make makemorecommerce.com. Slots are limited, all right, because it is a private party. All right, we're gonna uh, we're gonna be giving out some gift baskets and shit like that. It's gonna it's gonna be nice, man. So make sure that y'all register, do it early. We'll close it off soon. We got about another week to register. Um, also we'll have a trust webinar coming up shortly after that, the very next day actually. So you can also register for that right here on Make More Commerce. That is a Jonah Bay Trust webinar. Right, you can Register for that over here. All right, and for those who are just tuning in. When you go to Make More Commerce, uh, you will need to put your email in now to become a member of Make More Commerce, right? Because we're going to start moving things more into the private side with everything that we're doing, all right? So, real quick, you put your email in. It's free membership. You got access to more things on the site now, all right? And we're also working on automatic downloads. I know y'all can appreciate that. All right, so with that being said, we'll be right back after these messages. Take some calls, man. See what's happening out there with y'all. Peace to the gods. We'll be right back. Keep it
5: locked.
22: Happiness is a dimension of our own nature. Happiness, from a spiritual point of view, is not based on conditions or circumstances. Innately, we're happy beings. We're spiritual beings. So that means that happiness and joy are already built within. And as we're growing spiritually, we are removing filters from seeing or feeling the happiness that's already there. When we're somewhat uh, blocked, happiness is conditioned. We say, well, I got a new car, therefore I'm happy. or this person didn't call me back, therefore I'm unhappy. And so it's conditioned based. But as we mature spiritually and we begin to touch into our real nature and being, we notice that we're happy regardless of what's going on. Something bad happens, we don't like it, but the happiness is still there. Uh, someone doesn't call us back. Some plan doesn't work out. We don't like it. But the happiness is still there. So that's a sign of spiritual maturity.
18: So can we define happiness as the way to transform every emotion and transform it in to feel something great? Right?
22: Yes. You, you can uh, basically, you, you discover your happiness when you're able to see that in every circumstance, There is possibility, there's potential, and there's an energy behind it pushing you to a greater expression of of, of who and what you really are. People become frustrated and unhappy if they feel there's no way out, if they feel that every road is blocked. But in reality, with a capital R, there's no such world. No world like that exists. We're surrounded by infinite possibilities. And so with a shift of perception and attitude, you begin to see those possibilities. And those possibilities uh, invite us uh, to activate potential within us. Uh, the gifts and talents within us that are latent, the possibilities invite us to activate, to discover and activate those, those possibilities. So again, then happiness would be us uh, becoming more ourselves. That'd be a very blissful state. So it doesn't deny that bad things happen in the world. It doesn't deny that people die, people die on us. You know, people leave, jobs change. It doesn't deny that. But when we come to an understanding that even with all the changes that are going on in the phenomenal world, there's still something about us that's permanent. There's something about us that's forever. And that part of us that's forever is spiritual, which means it never never began and it will never end. And as we become more and more identified with that, identified not just with a belief system, but identified that with some kind of spiritual practice, some kind of focus, some kind of intention, then our life takes on a whole different different vibration.
18: How we can overcome the fear of rejection?
22: Rejection is paying too much attention. The fear of rejection is paying too much attention to what other people are thinking about you and what other people are thinking about what you're thinking about. And people live in that kind of a bubble. I wonder if that person likes me. I wonder if this person appreciates me. And those are uh, that's the wrong mode of being in the world. You have to think about what the universe thinks about you. And the universe thinks you're important. The, the, whatever name you want to use. You can say the universe, you can say the cosmos, you can say God, whatever. What does what what the universe think of you? And because you were created, you have meaning, you are important you're worthy you're worthwhile because you weren't made accidentally you weren't just accidentally made Uh, nature didn't just come together and accidentally make you you know uh, there was a perfect idea behind you with complete potential and possibility uh, to be activated so you have to begin to think about we all have to begin to think about how does the universe think about me not how does that person over there think about me not how those group of people over there think about me that's a waste of my time that I start to people-please. I start to do things to make them like me, and, and which may take away from my mission, may take away from my authenticity. It may take away from making my, my powers, because I'm thinking about what they're thinking about. And they're thinking about what I'm thinking about. Everybody's thinking about what other people are thinking about what they're thinking about. <laughs> no. And what difference do you, do you see between pay attention to others Yes and
18: learn from feedback of, of others. Yeah,
22: yeah, you can learn from feedback from others. I'm not overly concerned about what others are thinking about me because I'm, I'm living my passion and my purpose and my intention and then life gives me feedback. If, if I'm being stubborn in some area, then, then, then there'll be some feedback from either life itself or from people. If, if I'm being arrogant, you'll get the feedback. If you're being wishy-washy, you get the feedback. So you learn how to pay attention. And, you know, as, you, as you mature and become more comfortable with yourself, you're able to take criticism. And what happens is uh, you start paying, uh, you start seeing, what, what, what they're called the two imposters, criticism and praise. There are people that praise you and people that criticize you. But after a while, you don't really care about either one of them. They're called imposters. And so, if somebody's criticizing you and say, "Oh, you don't know what you're talking about," you know, "Shut up," whatever, <laughs> you 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 don't care. It's like, "Thank you for your feedback," <laughs> you know. And if somebody says, "Oh, you're the greatest," "You're the greatest," you, "You you you you're the best," you say, "Thank you for your thank you for your feedback." You start treating both the same because you're not trying to get something from the people. You're giving a gift to the people. You're getting your information and your energy directly from the life force, you see, you're getting fed by life. Life is giving you information and you're sharing it. And if people don't want it, and they say, ah, it's a bunch of baloney. Thank you. I won't give it to you, you know? And if somebody says, I want it, thank you, here it is. But after a while, praise and criticism, you don't really care because you're you're becoming so in tune inside of yourself. It's like, it's like if you are a mathematician, And you know that 10 plus 10 is 20, you know it. It's not an opinion, you know it. And you stand in front of a group and you start to do your math and somebody says, I don't believe that. What are you gonna do? You're gonna say, okay, thank you. You know know 10 plus 10 is 20. You say, okay, thank you very much. (laughs) They're giving you feedback where you need to grow. Because when you get out here as a public figure, people talk about you. If you do really good, they talk about you more. You do really, really good, they talk about you really, really more. It it goes with scale. And then you learn this. Um, Mediocrity attacks excellence all the time. And so if you're seeking to live an excellent life, those who have agreement with mediocrity, they attack you because you're making them uncomfortable. They want to stay small, so they attack people who are trying to do big things.
18: Let's talk about the law of attraction. According to you, how we can use the law of
22: attraction? Well, the, the basic, first start with the basics. The basic law is, what you chronically think about, is what you bring about in your experience. A thought is a unit of mental energy. Energy can never be created or destroyed. Energy just keeps changing itself into higher or lower expressions. So if you're constantly thinking negative, you know, uh, life is hard and, and then you die. There's not enough good jobs around. Uh, there's no
12: decrease, uh,
22: yeah. There's, everything is working then you, you, your body temple gets that message the cells of your, of your body begin to hear that, it starts to produce produce toxic chemicals, your immune system starts to become unhinged, starts to be, be impaired, your thinking starts to go down because of the toxic chemicals and you start to bring about what you're thinking about you become sick Uh, not as much energy so therefore your opportunities are depleted Uh, your energy is down critical thinking goes down and then you start to bring about that negativity that you're describing but you'd be changing around and you begin to say you know I'm surrounded uh, by opportunities life is good everything is working together for my good I'm surrounded by infinite opportunities Uh, prosperity is right here and then what happens when you start to say that your mood is lifted tonic chemicals and endorphins start to go through the body starts to amplify your immune system your thinking becomes more clearer you start to see life differently Opportunities. you start to see opportunities that you couldn't see before possibilities open up that you didn't even know about because your attitude has changed and what looks like the law of attraction is simply you lifting your vibration so that you can see the potential that's here and then we call it the law of attraction, but what it really is, I call it the law, of em- the law of radiation, the law of emerging. Because what you're doing is allowing that which is within you to come out and, and to radiate and to emerge and to express. And then in the physical form, good things happen. And it looks like it's a, you're attracting it, but what's really happening is you're radiating it, and what you're radiating is becoming visible.
5: Let me rock, shock, Let me rock, it's all Let me rock, shock, calm. Let me rock, it's all I wanna do, shock, calm. Let me rock, shock, Let me rock, it's all Let me to it, shock, calm. feel for you. Shaka! calm. Let me rock, it's all I wanna do. Do you feel for me the way I feel for you, shock, calm. Let me tell you what I wanna do. I wanna love you, wanna hug you, wanna squeeze you too. And so let me take you in my arms, I'll be for you with a charm, chakra. Cause you know that I don't wanna give you one, chakra. I'm making myself like a physical gene, I wanna rock, shock, baby. Cause you make me wanna squeeze me, Let me rock, it, rock it. Rock it
16: In fact, we're going to go through the car lines out here, see what's going on. You sit right here on the bottom line on the Revolution Radio Network, 720 227. You're live. What's going on? 720 227. All right, keep it moving. 602
21: 396, you live. What's going on?
16: Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, peace to the god. Can
21: you hear me? Yes, sir. All right, yeah, I'm just tuning in. I'm uh uh just listening. Uh listening in I basically have too much it uh I know we had already been over the Dred Scott, but the recap is good to hear. Oh yeah, well, Can you hear? know, it's funny cuz it's like it, it
0: it's
16: a recap but it's really not because, you know, the thing about yeah. it is Is that every time we look at this case, I swear every time I look at, at least me, I find something new, man. You know, I mean, this nigga Scott yeah. could have used the supremacy clause. He could have used, he really could have used any of the documents that we're using today to say that he wasn't a slave.
21: Yeah, he could have. And, and uh, about the part where him being stateless. Uh, where where he he would have uh, since he traveled he was his state was where he was actually enslaved at correct
19: right
16: well he was considered property in the state see she check remember this right he was at, in the beginning when Dred Scott first came he was uh, in a part called Upper Louisiana right and he was then sold he got when he got sold he returned to Missouri. Okay, when he came back to Missouri, then he filed a lawsuit in the circuit court, right, claiming that as a result of him staying in the free territory, he was a citizen of Missouri. Missouri was like, nah, nigga, you're not no citizen. You, you wasn't even born here. See, he would have been better to go back to the state. He was born here. That's what I was saying, that when he was state, it he would have been mm-hmm. better off for back.
5: Well, mm-hmm. that's the only place he could have
16: actually served to safety. Exactly Now, Red Scott was born It says, you see, he was born in It looked like he was born in Louisiana Um, well, no He was brought to a military post I'm not sure where he was born But wherever he was born, even if it was Louisiana He should have went back to where the hell he was born at That would have probably gave him uh, A lot better opportunity than anything Because then he could have said, well, I'm a citizen of this state But remember this, though Missouri was a slave matter of fact, Missouri was the last slave state. Right? So the fact that he was even a slave, he was still property. Yeah, the
21: way he even
16: entered court. Man, the way he even came into court, he was still considered some property. Now I got this um this thing here that I got from let me see if I can pull it up. Um it's actually the opinion. Of Abraham Lincoln right You know, Abraham Lincoln when, when it came down to this case This case went, It went pretty high And Abraham Lincoln You got to remember all of this happened And then the Civil War happened So when, when the Civil War took place Abraham Lincoln came in and was like Yeah I don't really agree with y'all But for the purpose of me Siding with You know with the judiciary You know for political reasons I'm going to do this Right, but they were trying to give fictitious entities rights. They, they they was trying to do it in the beginning. They was like, well, we we can give them some type of rights. They not they not our property no more. They're the property of the government. So the government's like, well, we got to give them some type of rights. Now. Okay, yeah. So this, this is the this is the problem. The problem that I see, bro, especially with the Dred Scott case. Right, like, was that even with Dred Scott? Dred Scott could have used stare decisis, right? Stare decisis is when they go back and they use an opinion of another case. He could have went back and used the case of, of Dundy, where, where Abraham Lincoln uh, essentially um, represented the yeah. more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but Dred, Dred Scott. See, he
21: was, he, was he really hip like that? Did he really did he have any. Uh, well, we don't know.
16: I mean, obviously not. Obviously not. Yeah, this is pointing out scared. these errors, right? But see, think about it like this, right? Think about Greg Scott in terms of where we at today. Most of the people who are doing informal processes can be considered your dress of today. You understand? Because they're going in and they're saying, well, I'm not a U.S. citizen. Right? But they're not even going into court and doing that. So they most people ain't even got as far as these Dred Scott doing nothing to go to court. Yeah. See, so he was he wasn't that stupid. He he knew he had to go change the record. He knew where to go do with that. He went to the proper court, but he didn't make the proper argument. It's the same problem we have today. It just in the reverse. He wanted to become a citizen, niggas are trying to leave their citizenship. He was like, I'm not, hey, I'm, not slave. You
21: know. I'm your slave. Yeah, well
16: yeah, exactly. But most, see most cats won't go past, you know, the RV Bay information, that type of stuff. So if we're gonna really dive deep into this, you gotta look at the case law too, as well as the congressional records. Because so the case law is gonna tell you how they actually are doing steric. You know, I mean this this could have he could have got his nationality. But they would have they would have either made him a more of the nationality dog if he did it correctly. Right? Or his argument could have been that he was from whatever state he was actually born in. Might have changed his argument a little bit. Yeah, may have helped
17: him yeah. yeah
16: I think
21: See, God uh, Red uh,
5: Scott would have
16: I'm going to read this to you Excuse me for cutting you off, I'm going to read this to you Dread, this, this is from Abraham Lincoln Right, and Abraham Lincoln He says, this is what he says And he, he says They have the power And he's talking about the courts To decide maximum, bony judicious essay implore jurisdiction Right, that's the power to increase the jurisdiction He says, and their power is more dangerous As by an officer for life And not responsible As for the Functionaries are to the elective Control. It says the constitution Was erected with no such Single tribunal Knowing that to whatever hands confided With the corruptions of time and party Its members will become destitute, It has more wisely made all The departments co equal and co-sovereign Within themselves So essentially bro He he was going at the court He he like look man Y'all trying to make the court decide who this guy is, and he's got to decide that for
5: himself. Yeah.
21: So, so he was given a, a legal argument on what he wasn't, and they was they was accepted to that, but they was asking him at the same time, "Of well, what are you?" And he wasn't. He didn't give. Him, yeah. He didn't. So that's how he, he got in the, the thing. Is
16: is he? Well, well, well. When he put his nationality on the record. He said he was in the pitch like. Either that or it was a fool. Yeah. You see? I mean, you know, it's funny, though, because Abraham Lincoln, man, even, even in a case like this, man, you know, I mean, you know, he was a mulatto. This is what he said He said said, My declaration on this subject of Negro slavery May be misrepresented But cannot be misunderstood I have said that I do not understand the declaration To mean that all men were created equal in all respects They are not equal in color But I suppose that it does not mean to declare That all men are equal in some respect But they are equal in their right to life, liberty And the pursuit of happiness He said certainly the Negro. Is not equal in our color Right, that's how you know this thing was a mulatto He says perhaps not in many Other respects still In the right to put into his mouth The bread that his own hands have earned He is equal of every Other man, white or black And pointing out that the more has been given To you, the more is justified in taken away All I ask for the Negro is that if you do not like Him, let him alone, if God gave him a little Let him have the little That he has to enjoy you see, so, the thing here is, is that nigga, they knew straight up that there was nothing they could do for disenfranchised people. They had to do it for themselves. Yeah.
5: But they all...
16: Up, but it is what it is.
21: Yeah. I kind of feel like, um... It's something missing to the dress, y'all. Like, oh no, he had no beginning. What What was he before all of this? He didn't know where to the return to. Was Was he born a slave?
16: Or, well, know? he was a slave. He was a slave. You got to think about a lot of people who were who were held, who were so called held in slavery. Now, and, and and I agree with you. It is more to this that we may not be seeing right. And and, and here's part of the issue. You know, when you go look at most of the case law from that time is written in it's written in cursive by hand. Right? So it's easy to exclude shit out of the case file. If it was written in hand. Right? Yeah. Now here's what I think. If we get down to what I think personally that, you know, there were some other issues that may have been brought up. But this this is one of the cases, man, where, you know, the issue of citizenship was big. They hadn't done the fourteenth Amendment yet. They hadn't done the Civil Rights Act of eighteen sixty six yet, so the only thing really that would have protected him would either have been the Supremacy Clause, the Articles of Confederation, or the Articles of Association, or stepping outside the operational law altogether. That was the only shit that would have protected him. And that he 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 stayed in his status until eighteen sixty eight. Almost 15 years later. You see? I mean, it's a hell of a case when you think about it. Because, you know, had he known who he was, his rights would have been preserved. Other than that, they didn't come right back to the courts.
21: Yeah. And that's what that's kind of got it like. If he got into court, he kind of had to know somewhat. It's kind of like he got in and then went on a blank. You know what I'm saying? Like he didn't know nothing about how to actually defend itself or um, to get himself free from uh, the the slave uh, slaveman slavemanship. When all he had to do was denounce it, and that's what he was doing, right?
16: Right. Exactly. He was C. 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 slavery was already denounced through the Articles of Confederation and all the deterritorial. Yeah. Even the thirteen so- so-called thirteen colonies, the shit wasn't supposed to be allowed nowhere. So what? What was they still doing, making niggas slaves, almost a hundred years later? You see. But yeah, brother, I, I, I appreciate your your sentiments on this, man. I'm going um, I'm gonna keep it moving so we can get to some more callers, for the sake of our time. Yes,
21: Yes, sir. I'm going to say peace
16: to the God.
21: All right, peace to the God.
16: Peace, bro. All right. 47668. you on the bottom line. What's going on? Peace to the God, Joey. Could you hear me? Peace to the God. Could you hear me, Joey? Hello? I can, yeah, I can hear you, bro. Peace to the God. Okay, cool. I just want to make sure. Peace to the God, man. Peace to everybody on the line. You know, I hear from you in a minute, Joey. Everything good?
20: Oh um,
16: right, like, he was on the air last weekend. Come on, no. you know. Oh, oh, you said. Oh, you was. I wasn't. Um, nah. What you talking about? Oh, you listening wasn't. Listening to the case. No, not me. Not me. Um, okay. I'm listening to the case, man. And as you speak and tell the storyline, again, that storyline gives the, and the dates that you mentioned, it makes you see a the picture. Of, like what was the atmosphere pattern. like in the streets? Yeah, like, okay, damn. Well, it was there a, was, it was a war like, going on. Exactly, and, and they were taking over the land, our land. So the whole story, I'm seeing it now, like, damn. There was fucking niggas up since the beginning where they, they was taking over the land, but then switching you into a U.S. citizenship kind of status. Motherfuckers were fighting back against it, but still didn't have the knowledge, as you just said, today is the same shit. It's like they ran a spell that that lasts in a minute, hello? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here, brother. I'm oh. listening to you. Oh. oh. The minute I'm listening, I'm listening to you. Okay. Hold on. We're gonna turn it down for you. There you go.
20: Go ahead. Heard, heard. Yeah.
16: So it it was just it just makes me see that when when because you, you were showing like when they passed the fourteenth Amendment, when they passed the slave codes, then they took your citizenship, then in the South they did this, you know it's they the same the Reconstruction shit going Act on, man. That's right. It's the same shit, man. They just took over this country, bro. That shit just keep ringing in my head, like they just took this damn country from us. Like not How, even, we're going through it, it now. now. Let, let me tell you what's interesting. When they did the Reconstruction Amendment, right? Which is the the Reconstruction Amendment. or the 13th, mm-hmm. the 14th, and the 15th Amendment. Okay, those yep. were adopted in 1865 and in 1870. These were your Constitutional mm-hmm. Conventions. Five years following the new Congress. Years Civil War, right? They did this exactly mm-hmm. with the 40th Congress, five years mm-hmm. following the Civil War. Now, mm-hmm. the last time the Constitution had been amended uh, was let me see here, let me give you the date, because prior to that, see the last time the Constitution was prior to that was. It was, in, it was in the 18th, It was in the early 1850s. You know what I'm saying. So okay, yeah. Now, now, now check this out. What they did was they separated every part of the country into what they call military districts. Right now, when they uh-huh. did military districts, they did the military district. Right, uh, and, and this is basically the southeastern region of the United States: Texas, Florida, North Carolina. Right. Mm-hmm. Then you have the second district, right, which which covers uh it covers the west coast. And you have the report from the fifth district. They had districts mm-hmm. all over, which was stipulated by the Reconstruction Act. And this is how they. changed right, so just pretty much friend. Damn. Go ahead, Joy. Yeah, I'll I'll I read you all here. This it says the first military district was a temporary administrative unit of the U.S. War Department and existed in the American South was created by the Reconstruction Acts during the Reconstruction period. Then the second military district, which is so hold on, so the, so the first one essentially um what, it, what it essentially covered all the states of the first one. But the second one was North Carolina and South Carolina. Okay, the third mm-hmm. one was Mississippi. Uh, hold
20: on, I'm, I'm gonna give them all to you. all
16: Georgia. So, all right, so it was Georgia, Alabama, and Florida in the third district. The fourth military district was Arkansas, Mississippi. The fifth district was Texas and Louisiana. And the first district was Virginia.
7: They yep. had
16: military district from Virginia all the way down to Florida. Damn. And, and then not, now, and... for those who don't know what a military district is, that's when they come in and occupy that shit. Yep, Poppers.
20: yep. Right, until, until the story,
16: you succeed and take the story takes the fourteenth Amendment. Yeah. This is what they yeah. do, and that's and that was the whole thing. And then the storyline follows everything right there. That's why they hung the people. That's why they took the government. That's why they killed people. That's why you're in the deep south. Yeah. That's why the Ku Klux Klan is alive. Everything follows the storyline to show you now we can see and now we gotta just pretty much um what you would call it? When you, you take that it's you story take line. It and you make now we could take it and say, okay, now we got the whole story. Now we know where we need to be at and where we sit at. And now, we, you know, y'all, you guys are leading the way, obviously, with the nationality. And well, that's it's interesting. We Well, it's just interesting because that's, that's exactly what we're talking about here. Really, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. is nationality. This is the. Yeah, a, absolutely. That's really incompetent. And people don't really understand what nationality is. If I ask a person right now who who, who has never been. Uh, into this information, they'll tell you that their nationality is African American. If you ask for more who just got into this information, right? Most of them still don't know what their real nationality is. Absolutely. Yep. If you haven't properly been your technically still a citizen. Yeah. And you know what, Joey? When I when I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking about what Jonah said, like right?
5: when they hung
16: and killed all your ancestors that knew the knowledge I think about the Dred Scott Dred Scott probably didn't have a game Because at that time They was going through war And they was occupying Different states And taking people And separating And hanging So it all kind of It all kind of makes sense Why we kind of lost in the information You know what I'm saying Plus the hiding of the information the And stuff like that Yeah man Damn It's just really Get my eyes open I agree It's a true story For sure bro um, I agree. One so, thing well, I wanted to ask you, Joey. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah go ahead. Mm-hmm. yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I'll let you go. No, I was just going to say this, that's what it's meant to do. Really, all this information really is meant to open your eyes, right? And mm-hmm. to say, wait a minute. Something's wrong, Something's wrong. Yes, sir. It's been something yes. wrong for a long time. Oh, yeah, for a hell of a long time. Yes, sir. No, if, yes, this, sir. this problem will persist way after we go. They'll create more acts, they'll create more laws. It, it will keep yeah. changing, but that's why they tell you it's depending upon yourself. So, you know. but, I, but my but my
5: yeah. question,
16: no, my my question was um when we do that um the money ritual, it was kind of y'all kind of did it kind of fast, so I could not can't make it out there physically. But I know a lot of people. I've been talking to a lot of people. They want to participate in the money ritual for 2020. So what my suggestion was is there any way you guys could run down either on a Monday, Wednesday, tonight, any show, like, what people would need, a timing so we could all do it, like, 1,500 of us at the same time on the 31st wherever we at in the country. You feel me? And let's, like, make it really... Yes, I, I I tell you what. I, yeah, I'll I, I have a conversation with Jonah about that. And we uh, okay. want to put that out there. You know, now if sure, back in all time we... we we did we did give some of that out last year but i, I I'll, I'll definitely highlight that because you know it, it's, it's not something that we're hiding it's not to be here you know but the way that we're doing it this year though you know we you know we're making it where it's more private more private events hurt you know and we're gonna we, we're gonna definitely bring this shit in right so i I think that um you know that's probably something we can do bro. I' will that on man We'll probably put that on the show this week no yeah. doubt, no doubt. I, I, I've been dwelling on that for a while, so I wanted to put that out there for the people, man. I love we you. We might even do a live show. show. Never love know. what y'all doing. I was thinking
2: about I didn't want to say so much, but my mindset was around. I, said, yeah, I was going to yeah, say it. Yeah, we like, <laughs>
16: And we could just yeah, we all, do all do a live it show. We'll the, let y'all man. know, you know what I'm saying?
2: Even, even Joey, for like 10 mm-hmm. minutes, just to do the, the, the just to do it,
16: so everybody's, we all seeing each other, and then we can get mad people on it. We can get so much energy behind it, and that's just going to even manifest faster for everybody, man. No doubt. If, definitely. No doubt. If, if we do, if we do, I'll definitely put a link out. We'll, we'll let y'all this week about it. I'll, I'll, uh, all right, no I'll doubt. I'll see, see what he thinks, all right? All right. No doubt. Peace out, sure, man. Go. Much, much love. Peace out, Peace out. out. Alright, real quick, you go to make more if you wanna register for the money ritual coming up in Atlanta with Buckhead. Uh, we look forward to seeing y'all there. It's gonna be a nice event. Private event, alright, so tickets are limited. So if you wanna come, make sure you register early. Alright. Um shit. Oh, I almost forgot. And you gotta make more commerce, you gotta become a member. All uh, right, we're doing that now. Put your email in there, become a member. Four seven eight, three six one, what up? Peace to the God. More back to the aunt. Peace to the, peace to the God. What's
23: up, brother? Peace to the God. Man man, man, man. Unfortunately I won't be able to make the uh the the commerce event for the new years with you fella, man, but I'm gonna be there in spirit, man, but um I want to know man, I want to take base with you with
16: wherever you gonna be.
23: That right, that right. Thank you for the energy. I wanna um take basically with you with some products, man, if we could when you get out the air.
16: Okay, no doubt. Let me see if I got your info. Okay, okay. No doubt, I got you. Hey. All right, peace to the God. All right, let's go to um. Let's go to four one nine three eight zero. Welcome to peace to the peace. Peace. What's up,
17: brother?
18: Uh, How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Just tuning in, listening in.
16: No doubt. No
18: doubt. So, what you think man. about tonight's show, man? How you feel yeah, about this great showcase? It's fire, 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 fire. But wake, wake up,
5: car to, you know what's
18: going on for real. You yeah, it it like, is. like like I like say, you gotta gotta get that nationality in order. That's the main thing.
16: Yeah, that's really the you know that that's the status of the day. You know, I, I think yeah. for a long time we we talked about status correction, nigga, but it's it's really you know it's it's important to keep talking about that.
18: Yeah, yeah, and I was gonna uh, begin with you in it because I wanted to be doing my uh, uh, get my court uh, uh, thing for the uh, at the beginning of the year my nine UCC and get my court order at the beginning of the year. That's my that's my one of my rituals to put that work that paperwork and I got everything else lined up.
16: Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. Look forward to hearing
18: from you. Yeah, the passport and all that. I got all that in order.
16: We're going through the new year, right? So yeah, yeah, going through the new year, right? Get your non-UCC right. Get your passport. Yeah. can Make sure you get your birth certificate corrected. You know, it's a it's a mm. process. It ain't overnight. Yeah, yeah. It's worth it when you get it done.
18: Yeah. Yeah, I've been. Mean, I got all that lined up. That's like basically that's my last little step
16: right there. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know what? i tell you what, man, and, and it takes about two, three years, and it starts Yeah, clicking, that's, how, I
18: love, that's, that's yeah. how it's been for me, too. Yeah, I'm going on three right now.
16: Exactly. About the third year, it starts clicking for you. You start, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. And by the time you get to about the tenth year, nigga, you, you're like, nigga, I got this. Oh, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Straight uh-huh. it up. Take, it takes, yeah. you know, it takes a minute, you know, to really get into this information because what it is is just the legal part of it. It's the law. You know, a lot
19: of people yeah. have
18: problems
16: understanding
18: the law side of this shit. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, and you got them. You
16: know, yeah, got a few little questions that I had too, because I I
18: think I'm gonna need a consultation, cause I got another little business venture and plan. I had a, a sit down with this guy. He's selling this a corner store in the neighborhood, and and I'm all over it. But I, you know, I need to talk to yeah, you, you privately about uh, this Ohio. State yeah. Yo, open up yeah. It. yeah. Yeah.
16: Definitely. Yo, if you can if you can open up a store you know for your yeah. community that's always a good thing let me mm-hmm. tell you yeah, day, I had there, was, um, there was this there was this cat I knew who was selling a bakery and, and he yeah. offered to sell the bakery to me I should have bought it for 20 grand uh, mm. uh, and then he passed away and when he passed away the bakery instead of going to his son somebody else bought it and his son ended up working for the bakery.
18: Yeah. I think I'm I you about, telling yeah, that story budget. too. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh, man. So
16: yeah. don't pass, you know so if it's a good investment, you don't pass up on on stuff like that, man. If you can, because it yeah. also might be a piece of real estate for you. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's perfect. Then
18: they they uh, they uh they uh trying to see what's with the liquor license. Exactly.
16: Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's important, right. right there. You yo once yeah. you acquire that, that's like gold. Mhm.
18: Yeah, so that that's it. But okay. yeah, I already had to out, sit down with.
16: Certain like
18: Yeah, yeah, uh huh. Not that's why I was reading up on that. You know, I, I've been on uh, on all that. So yeah, I just I just met I with good. him this good. Friday. Good. Matter of fact, we sat down to have lunch this. I mean, uh, breakfast this Friday. I had to uh, go out of town to meet with him because he's from out of the state. But he, I mean, it's business here. So that's that's not good. Business. Well,
16: I tell you, I tell you like this man, just make sure you put it in trust, bro.
18: Yeah, yeah, When he yeah, transfers, uh-huh. it,
16: when he transfers that license to you, transfer that license to the trust.
18: Okay, y'all got you, Yeah, but like I said, before I even do anything, I'm get with y'all to make sure you know, let y'all know what's going on and and all that, make sure I'm doing the right thing with it. Oh, absolutely,
20: absolutely. That's what we're here yeah. for. Make sure you go to my mm, sure,
18: yeah.
16: site, make more comments, bro. When you go there, make sure you sign up for that new membership.
20: Yeah,
18: so I'm gonna do that today so that. show what I heard you say that today. I'm gonna show what I'm, I'm gonna do there Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's yeah. Is. Yeah. I appreciate you taking my car too.
16: Oh. oh, absolutely, bro. I appreciate you calling, man. Peace to the God. Yeah, I got peace to the God. Yeah. Okay. Alright uh, 813-431 no, no line.
20: Peace to the God, Joey. How you doing, bro? Good, brother, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. About that Peace man. to the God. Definitely.
16: Definitely. Definitely. Man,
20: yeah, we can't hear you off
16: the phone. Hold on, hold on.
20: Can you hear me now, Joey?
16: Yeah, we can hear you now. There you go.
20: Okay. Yeah, I was I have my headphones in here, man. I'm tired man, it's been all day, man. No doubt. How you doing, bro? Well, we're going to get some you know, energy. Just, Peace. That's what I need, man. You know, it's just, it's just yeah. with my kids. You know, we. Kids. And they, the kids got Kids got a lot more energy than me. So, we get together. We go hand, right. We go hard. So. No
16: doubt. No doubt. Well, you better get on the man.
20: Hey, I'm trying to, man. That's my New, Year's, man. I got, my New Year's, I got a whole bunch of stuff to do with New Year's, man. So, yeah, man. I'm, I'm coming up to the ritual, man. I'm. I'm a, Take my bitch up to Richmond and drive up and like that.
5: make
20: you sure know. you get your ticket. We got yeah, a, I'm going get it now. We got, got a few seats left. Yeah, I heard you left. say that. I'm gonna go on there now and get it, man. Yeah, man. We. I I know I missed I missed out on you earlier today. I know we need to link up later, but you got that. Uh, you got we got the instant download too because I know I'm gonna need some stuff. Oh yeah, absolutely. This, yeah,
16: this this is one you got to go back and check out. It's gonna be instant download.
20: You, you think we can still hook up today, John? Say it again. I say you think we still got console today. I thought I, I was with my kids and I was supposed to hit you. Yeah, give me a call. I, yeah, yeah, we, we got that set. Give me a call
16: when we we'll get off. We'll
20: off. Yeah, cause I I really I'm trying to get my comments on for the new year before I get. So before I get come up, you know, I want to have my congress going before I go. And then y'all you know, doing the um, trust webinar. I'm doing the trust webinar the next day, man. I'm going to be driving we all back. the that trust oh. That's coming up. That's the that's next day on the 1st? It's on the 1st. We're going
16: to have it on the 1st. It's going to be, uh, I think, it's like 5 o'clock on the 1st. 5 o'clock in the afternoon? Yeah, we'll
20: have to uh,
16: uh, I... thing up for that
18: soon.
20: I still won't be back to Tampa till shit later. on. Shit, I might have to stay up there another day, man. Beginning the webinar, but if I come man. back. And I'm on road, I'll be on the road. i will on the road. We all do the
7: webinar.
16: Yeah, we gonna. Well, well, the funny thing is, we was gonna do the webinar live, um, but we but we wasn't able to get the right room. So we we're just gonna do it like we normally do it, and it'll be live. Uh, you know, and you can you can play and hop on. You know, like,
20: it's talking on the webinar. Nothing different. It's just, we're going to do one on New Year's Day, that's all. Yeah, I know, I, I know y'all were talking about it, but yeah, I, I might have just have to stay in Atlanta another day to get on the webinar, because I'll be driving back to, to Florida. Oh, uh, yeah. So it'll well, take me like, well,
16: right, absolutely.
20: Yeah. It'll take me like six hours Just so hours you know, to back
16: home. The, 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 the go-to meeting that we do the webinar on, you can download and put on your phone as an application so if you're driving, you always drive
20: and bring it up on your phone. No, I think my computer. I don't, don't wanna get I don't wanna get taxed twice. I think my computer. <laughs> no, it's
16: not
20: taxed yeah. twice. It's a code, bro. Once Yeah, no, code. once no, you no, got I'm the code, about, you can I'm, get in from any of the box. No, I'm talking about that. I'm talking about the, the um as being on my computer, I can record, you know, that's not what I was talking about. I ain't gonna put it out. Oh okay. yeah, you know. Yeah.
5: Come
16: on, <laughs> man. <laughs> are you? I ain't
5: bootlegging, <laughs> nigga. It's cool. Nah, I ain't bootlegging. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't selling. <laughs> hey,
20: bootlegging
5: yourself. That's
20: how I I ain't selling. No, it. cool. hey, hey, no, right, I'm you. trying. To do co- cor- heard. I'm trying to do commerce with y'all. Listen, I'm trying to get up there. I'm trying to talk to business. Well, I want some y'all. To put on my plate. So I'm Thank trying You i appreciate that. That's real. No,
16: that's real. At the end of the day, what we're trying to do is good commerce. I got. We got a lot of people that we deal with. But, you know, if you do it, if you come to a webinar, you know, it's always best you can record it yourself, you know what I'm saying, entertain yourself with a copy. But, you know, we, we ask that you support the cause and, and come back and buy another one. But do what you got to do, bro. You know, we
20: ain't tripping. No. no we ain't man, tripping. You know, I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to do commerce with y'all. I'm trying to be at least commerce I, some so I, I know, know you. I love you. I know you all No, we, you're on the right path, no. You're
16: definitely on the right path. Yeah.
20: Yeah, We're going we to talk at the Money Ritual uh, I hope I get this right man I'm trying to get Absolutely. my comments on man I ain't never been to one So i never want to check this out man, So I'm going to take that Absolutely. six and a half 14, hour drive bro. man Definitely man Yeah, yeah man. Nice. Uh, Alright you stay bro You too Joe Alright peace out
16: Alright let's go to 708 What up what up Yo what up peace
23: for the gun. Thank you,
16: God.
23: can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, okay. Nah, yeah. no, man, I was uh, just, uh, referencing back to uh, what you and uh, a few callers ago, we were talking about like with the military district. Like that kind of like put it put a lot into put a lot of it into perspective, like it, like how like how they did with the Fourteenth Amendment, like using the right. military and. Yeah, like having it be de- military district and yeah. how they how yeah. they
16: got
23: it you know Yeah, like that's crazy, bro. Like that's crazy. Yo, you notice like what they did. you ever
16: notice you ever you ever been in New Orleans before? Yeah, I've been there before. Now you know they got wars there, right? You know, each one of them wars is considered a military district. Within within the district. Those are districts. I didn't know that. Wow. Right. Wars of (laughs) the state.
23: Right. Wow. That's deep.
16: (laughs) Yeah, it is, bro.
23: That's deep. You don't live in a ward, you live
20: in hear
23: Right. Okay. Yeah, that, that's
16: yeah. Deep. yeah, I mean, you know, when you really think about that shit, they do keep listen, bro, the military this is really still in the fast. You just you just see it through the police power.
23: Low key though, yeah. I was just, I was I was just thinking about that too, like, okay, so what about like with regular cities and all that, and like different little towns and stuff I like that, with, with the police. I guess basically the same Listen, thing. But when
16: right. I go to New York, when I go to New York, right, and you go in the train station in New York, and I know especially right after that nine eleven 11 shit happened, you went to a train station, right. they, they would have niggas in there with machine guns. They would have mm. military personnel in there. Wow. You, you ever read the War so, Powers, up? Let me read Let me me pull that up. Okay, hang on Okay Pull that that here. Now the War Powers Resolution Also known as the War Powers Resolution Of 1973 50 U.S.C. is a federal law Intended to take the president's power To commit the United States to harm Without the consent of the U.S. Congress The resolution is in the form of of the United States Congressional Joint Resolution It provides that the U.S. President Can send armed forces Into action abroad Or uh, Locally Essentially right, Through statutory authorization In case of a national emergency So either domestically Or abroad The President has what they call the war power now, it's territories of possession with foreign forces. Now, don't the United States claim that it's got territories all over the country?
23: Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
16: yeah. We still are the martial law. I can prove it. Why you got to is look at the trade with the enemy every, every U.S. citizen is considered the enemy of the state. You said considered the enemy of the state? You consider the enemy of the state under 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 the Trading with the Enemy Act. You consider the second Trading with Enemy because there's two of them. Under the second one, I made U.S. citizens enemies of the state. Wow.
5: So
23: okay, okay, Uh, (laughs) man.
16: I know,
5: man. Hey, bro, it, 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 it is <laughs> like
16: that. I got you. It is like that. I mean, this is, you know, this information, it builds on itself, right? You know, so a lot of people, yeah, you know, they will grasp it when they do. But, you know, there's a lot of shit here that I dropped tonight. But just think about it like this. When they incorporated this shit, man, they did it through force.
7: A lot of it, some of it right. wasn't
16: through force, a lot of it just died off. I gave you a number earlier, 600,000 people died. So right. that was that was the war, but that was also the cataclysm. Right, right.
23: That led to what the people died through the
16: cataclysm. Yeah, the cataclysm led to the wars. That led to the Reconstruction. That led to the new government. That led to you taking your place. Right.
23: That brings us to today. <laughs>
16: Yeah, I mean, 14th Amendment, all of that brings us up up church today. Everything that's happened since they did the 14th Amendment has essentially been for U.S. citizens. And you look at when they did the uh, Civil Rights Act of 1965 or 68, whatever it was, and one they did in the 60s. That wasn't technically for you, for you, for me. That was for people who were U.S. citizens.
23: Mm. Mm. So it's like, all right. So okay. So when, when they when they made, all right. So when they when they made the new Civil Rights Act, it was basically just to to um. What's the word I was looking for? Or basically just go against. The one that we use, the the one of eighteen sixty six. It's
16: almost, it's almost, it's almost like uh, they call usurpation, right? Um, but they come in and you have these new, you have these new congresses that come in, and they finally need to pass another reason to use, you know, the Civil Rights Act. They'll you know? say so we need to amend shit. we need to add something to it. They so add something to it, right? And they've done it several times. They did it in eighteen sixty six was the first one, they did another one in eighteen sixty five. They did another one in the early nineteen hundreds. I forget the year. They did another one in the nineteen sixties. And then if you want to bring it up to that, the latest one is two can say that the United States has done, besides the one for um, you know, they, they did the indigenous peoples thing, but they gave civil rights right, to right. gay people and they also gave it to they also gave it to, to transvestites and homosexuals. They gave that to those people. So they told you maybe your rights are the same as somebody who, who wants to change their sexual orientation. That's pretty fucked up to put your to put your human rights on the same level as somebody's sexual orientation. Man, that's kind of weird. It's a lot to think about, man, when you start thinking about see, a nigga can go to court and get uh, a name change Change his name to a woman, and nigga can go to court and do a sex change, but he can't go to court and get his name changed.
23: Right, yeah, like that's that,
16: something yeah. wrong with that. Something's really wrong yeah. with that. You understand what I'm saying? So, you really have to look at this thing like, wait a minute, nigga. I, I listen, I talked to an attorney who told me specifically, she said, Judges should not be disallowing you to correct your nationality. She said, and she told right. me, she said niggas are going there all day long, and they're changing, they're changing the the status of their their sex. Females are doing it too. It's, it's yeah, doing now, that right? you know. Right. It's a it's a thing now. I don't I don't know when it became a thing, but it's a thing now. You know, no disrespect to anybody that wants to do that. That's on you, but that's right. a, but listen. When, when that infringes on your rights, and you, y'all call it no civil rights. When in fact you can't sue for that. But the only civil rights act that really means really, me is the First Amendment. Hmm. man, it's you, just you, like you know,
5: holistically look
16: at that. Yeah, they. I